Welcome to the Reference Club Isolation Mode. <laughs> the isolation tapes. Here we are the in our bunkers. Station. Yeah, in, <laughs> in our bunkers. Mine is uh, a pretty half messy room. Yeah, mine is genuinely just where we record the podcast every other time. <laughs> it's no <laughs> different for home. me. <laughs> Mossy is not a Mossy me sound. I thought I shouldn't speak in, in third person. No, I like it. It's good. Thing. Mossy will sound probably worse because of his microphone quality. <laughs> I like it. I like that you're referring to yourself as Mossy now. Kids, rest assured, we're still getting drunk. We're still recording. We're still going through films. Everything is the same. Do not panic. No need to change. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah, exactly. Don't go change in just to try and please us. We're still getting <laughs> drunk. We're still doing what we do. <laughs> We may try and change to please you at some time based on the listening figures. But yeah, and that's money. by the by. But actually, Dave, I wanted to speak to you about the listening figures. I, this is going to be a little a brief thing at the start. Whether this gets made into a separate thing, I do not know. But just want to be a big shout out to Finland. Finland, you're doing real well. I'm looking at the geography stats. UK, yeah, you're fine. Canada, Sam Bly has repped us real like hard. Some, oh, yeah. Like some, Goddamn tyrant! Yeah, shout there, out to Sam Bly. What a hero! He's got his. Uh, he's not allowed guns, but he's probably got them to people's heads, saying, <laughs> "You listen to that podcast. Sit down. I know this one's about an hour and fifty minutes, <laughs> unlike the B movie, which is thirty-six. I know it is, but you will sit there and you will listen." <laughs> We took a real sharp incline in uh, in time of podcast, didn't we? It was like 30 minutes for B-Movie, and then everyone since has been the length of the film that we're talking yeah, we about. Sp- we split one of them in two because we were worried about the time, and then just went, eh, let's not do that every week. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Finland, Ireland. Finland are on the same as Ireland, and Ireland are closer to home, so the Irish, do us a favour. Yeah. Fucking get a grip, eh? Step up, mate. Uh, was that is that an attempt at an Australian accent there, Dave? Uh, no, I didn't know what I was going to say. Went for mate <laughs> last minute. Came out a little bit Australian. Is what so, happened uh, there, mate. Ship up, mate. Well, speaking of Australia, one one list of oh, what he, they tuned in. They went. This is fucking awful. <laughs> turned it off. This is not for me. Uh, that's disappointing. It's disappointing. But I just wanted to say, Finland. We're here for you, Mum. Yeah, we love you, Finland. I don't know. Do I don't know. We, I don't think we know anyone in Finland. If we do, get in touch. But uh, I don't. I definitely yeah. don't know anyone in Finland. To all those kids in Finland, come and say hello. Yeah, you're the real well, MVPs. Well done, you guys. Are the real MVPs. Most. No, never mind. <laughs> Most virgins per capacitor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 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 Most vacuous pricks. I think that's what it stands for. We couldn't do it. We couldn't be nice to people for, for more than a minute. Uh, no, well, that's that Most anyway. vacuous pricks. <laughs> oh, that's tickled me. Right, Dave. Hello, mate. I've got a film for you today. Oh, yes, please. Because that's what we do. I mean, that's the whole point of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't um, know why I was so surprised. <clears throat> the film... I watched in earnest and I was so excited to find on a streaming platform this time I didn't have to go out my way to find it at a, uh, a car boot sale yes um, it was Last Action Hero oh. second Arnold Schwarzenegger film beautiful of the show 
Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Love a bit of Arnie. Does he hang dong? No dongs, no dongs hung. No dongs hung. Um, okay. Which is a shame. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think both of our minds went to the same joke there, and we, and we decided against it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I can see it in your eyes. You, you can't know. say hung and dong in the same sentence. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, last action hero, man. This film is stellar i forgot how fun and good this film was i haven't watched this film for so long i can't remember any of it really well yeah i'm very excited to coin a david borden phrase strap in because <laughs> i i'm gonna take you through the world that is last action hero yes please mate let's do it i just want to start off by saying that um Sorry, I've got about 100 million burps. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, get them on the podcast. People will love that. <laughs> sure, yeah. That one listener in Australia. Here you go, Finland. Have some of this. Have some burps, boys. I know you love them. Um, yeah, this film's a 15, according to Netflix. Is it? Yeah, I have no idea why. Okay. In fact, they make a joke later on in the film about the fact that it's a PG-13. So... I don't know what Netflix was smoking because they were just like, oh, there's loads of violence. It's like, there, there really isn't. Compared to, I don't know, what are the films of 15? Like, Wreck or um, the like Paranormal Activity and shit like that. They're all like 15 and you're like, well, come on, Last Action Hero. But when was, la- when was Last Action Hero made? Because I feel like Paranormal Activity is at a time where kids have seen everything now. Porn, yeah, Pornhub's a thing. What's it? Netflix, surely it's... Oh, I don't know whether Netflix do decide the rating. I'm just about to talk heavily on my arse. <laughs> I don't think they do. <laughs> Netflix are the ESRB, Dave. Did yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, 1993 was Last Action Hero, mate. Sorry was it really? Was it really? Yeah. Okay. No, that's good. I, for some one reason... One year I, before... No, sorry, go on. For some reason, I thought it was 80s, but yeah. yeah. That makes sense. No. One year, one year before the just the film year, the film year, the year of 94. films. Yeah, ninety four was like ridiculous for films on it. Was yeah, ninety four or ninety five. Ninety four was the Toy Story. No bollocks. Ninety four was Lion King, uh, Forrest Gump, uh, loads of other films that were good. Mate, this is good. Uh, this is good top of your head film knowledge. I'm enjoying this. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> they're the best. Got, they're the best kind of facts. Yeah, like uh, Alan Dill being uh, Aragon's dad or whatever. <laughs> or his sword name. I want to get that out there now. His sword's called Andrew. Alan Dill was Isildur's father. I did know that. I was just too drunk. What a fucking nerd! It's been eating away at me, Dave, for like <laughs> three months. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, sorry, back to Last Action Hero. We start off, there's shitloads of police, and they're all at this big building, mate. And uh, they're looking up at the sky, I guess, or the top of this building. And they're shouting loads of instructions. There's a big cop who looks like sort of like the chief of police. And he's shouting up and, and saying, being like, Yo, don't kill those kids. If you kill those kids, I'll be really angry. Um, <laughs> but then they're all all the police are coming it's like about literally honest to god because it's like a parody there's like about 8,000 cops <laughs> all around who knew that man, that many police in the NYPD yeah uh, it is the NYPD is it actually the NYPD no oh <laughs> <laughs> it is the LAPD damn it 
<laughs> but no, it's the I mean it's the NYPD. Yeah. So the NYPD are all around um in Los Angeles. <laughs> and then uh these foot these foot these feet start walking across these cars and, and I mean across the roofs of the cars. Pounding away, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> walking along and we see these snakeskin boots and these there. Uh, these denim jeans like stonewashed denim jeans this is a cool guy coming here I can tell god damn is he a cool guy he's got a belt on with a big belt buckle he's got a gun on it god this guy's cool can I just say and sorry to interrupt but uh, having listened back to a few episodes of the podcast I think one of my yeah. favourite things about doing this is um, your sound effects that you add to films <laughs> <laughs> the guy yeah, yeah. the guy walking across the cars that was magnificent Dave, I love it that I I edited I clipped the audio from the film so that's, <laughs> that's actually that's exactly as happened yeah, 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 yeah exactly as happened <laughs> so um, this is Jack Slater <clears throat> the, um, he's going down to see the chief of police someone gets in his way and it's just like Jack you can't go in there you gotta go do something bad I guess and uh, it's Tina Turner for some reason, so she gets Is a little it? cameo. Yeah, she's the mayor of the city. No Tina way. Turner. I did not know and, that. Yeah. Um, and then he keeps going on and he gets to the chief of police. Now, you can probably, if you were to draw the chief of police from an 80s slash 90s action film, it's that. Okay. You just draw a picture in your brain of what you think a fast-talking, angry chief of police from an 80s cop movie would look like. That is him. Mustache. Talking mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he looks like um God, what's his name? Thingy from Die Hard. He goes, I shot a kid. I can't remember. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know who you mean. Yeah. Michael Yeah. V yeah, whatever. It, it looks like him. Um <clears throat> that's gonna be so racist. <laughs> yeah, he uh he just looks like exactly what you'd imagine a big shout shouting police chief to look like. Um, and he starts shouting at Slater you can't go in there you know you got to fuck everything up with your big guns and your big biceps and your big legs <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he's like if you go in there it'll be your badge and then uh, Slater throws his badge to the chief of police oh fuck me this guy's badass and just goes straight in just walks straight in and the police chief's like stab him stab him at the door and then some guy turns around with a big shotgun and Jack Slater, I mean, Jack Slater is Arnold Schwarzenegger, by the way. Okay. To say. Okay. And, Ch- and Jack Slater says to this guy, want to be a farmer, here's a couple of acres, and kicks him in the bollocks. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Absolute genius. What a line. What's, What's it mean, though, Dave? You're the comedian. Comedian. Is, is balls going to ache? Here's some achy balls for you. Here's a, a couple, couple of acres. acres. Boom, there you go. I'm, I'm thick as fuck. It took me three days, and I still didn't know that joke. I put it down. <laughs> I've tried to take away I've gone through like the etymology of all the words <laughs> I don't the thing is what what throws you with that is that there is no reference to farming at any other point <laughs> he's got the line he's got the word acres he's gone I'm gonna make his balls ache acres yeah. this guy's a farmer and that, that's how farmer. he's got there and it doesn't make any sense <laughs> this this guy who's in the police in the riot <laughs> Swat with a shotgun. With a shotgun. <laughs> he looks looks like guy. a farmer this to me. Looks like a farmer to me. Uh, they use shotguns, right? You're like, yeah, but they don't use riot shotguns, do they? Like, well, 
<laughs> they walk up to a cow and just be like, sorry cow, gotta put you down. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> just absolutely blow its face off. Just no yeah. cow left. You just shot it point yeah. blank with a riot shotgun. <laughs> sorry girl, looks like we're gonna have to put you out to pasture. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Don't so paint my wagon. <laughs> so, so we're on the roof of this building now, and he boots the door in, and we see this guy. Uh, he's got a rain mac on. Uh, he's got a big axe, and he's holding it to a kid's throat. And there's loads of kids up there. Oh my god, nonce! Genuinely. Yeah, no. Uh, maybe this is why the film is a fifteen because this guy's scary as fuck. Dude. Okay, he's horrifying. Okay, um, he's just got a mashed up face. He looks like he's been shot in the face with a shotgun. Has <laughs> uh, that policeman, got... that farmer, been in there? <laughs> <laughs> that farmer. He's got uh, weirdly gapped teeth that look like they're drawn in by a child. Oh. Um, he's a horrifying man. Okay, genuinely scared me when I watched this when I was a bit younger. Um, and also three days ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 and he's got this, he's got this like horrifying axe to this kid's throat, and it turns out it's Jack Slater's kid. So jeopardy. Slater, <clears throat> um, the axe man's just like, throw your gun away, Jack. I'll kill your kid, Jack. So um, Jack throws away. He's, he's got like this desert eagle. It's, it's enormous hand cannon. Amazing. Um. And he throws throws that away, and then obviously every action movie ever. You think you've I th- you think I think you've just got one gun, Jack? And he starts taking all his other weapons away: knife, another gun, gun in his sock, gun in his ass, <laughs> gun, gun out of his mouth, uh, ribbons out like a magician with loads of cards and 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 uh, flags, you know, just like. Just loads of guns, loads of guns coming out of everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. Knives, and then he's just like, "Is that a mall?" And then uh, Jack State is like, uh, "Except this one." And then pulls out a grenade, and then takes the pin out of the grenade, and then throws it at the axeman, who's who's still holding his child at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the axeman's just like, "Oh, you think I'm daft? Like, you're not gonna blow up your own kid just to kill me?" You would assume. And he, well, he would shoot. Maybe Arnie's just a complete psycho, <laughs> complete nutter. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, he's done that farmer joke. He's never going to top it. He's just thought, <laughs> "Fuck it, I'm out." <laughs> I've already had twenty children. Like, <laughs> Dropping the ocean to me, fella. Yeah, he just throws a nade. Um, so the 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 guy in the Mac tells uh, he's the, he's the Ripper. We find out later. He, okay. he tells the kid to go and pick up the grenade, and he picks it up. And then he presses a button on it, and a knife comes out the bottom. And he stabs the guy in the leg, the kid. Nice. And then that is a cool grenade, knife grenade. <laughs> knife grenades, mate. Knife grenades, way way of the future. <laughs> um, Jack jumps on the floor, grabs one of his guns, and shoots the Ripper. Boom. And then we we zoom out, and it turns out that Dave, this is a film, in a film. Oh, mate, that is meta. That is meta. Meta. May as well have been the subtitle of this film. <laughs> it's meta as shit. Okay. It's insane. That was on meta. the poster. <laughs> yeah, it's meta as shit. I was a 15. Meta as shit. Um, <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, we see this kid watching a film, um, and he's he, the, the film starts to like blur, and that's why it like cuts out. And he runs around, and it's just a shit, horrible old um, old theater. It does look actually look quite cool. Like it, it's a sort of theater that I you do you'd want to go to here. Yeah, like a cool old um, school theater. Yeah, yeah, I like it. And he runs upstairs. He's got like free reign of this cinema, and he goes upstairs, and he's just like. Uh, there's some weird old nonce guy. Um, I can't remember his name. I think it's Mick. I don't know. I can't remember. And he's just like, nonce guy, nonce guy. The... <laughs> nonce guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, the the film's all broken. Don't nonce me. And, um... <laughs> and he, he wakes up because he's been asleep because apparently it's dead late. Yeah. And he's been busy noncing. Uh, he's been too busy noncing. He's like worn out from noncing. <laughs> You see him snoring, <laughs> dreams of kids. And, um, oh my god! <laughs> and, uh, so they they start talking, and he says like, "Oh, you got to get to school." To the kid, and the kid's like, uh, "Sure." And he's like, "But guess what? Tomorrow night, I've got a twelve o'clock midnight showing of Jack Slater Four. Oh, I think. yes, yeah, please, Jack Slater Four do you want to come along? Oh. And the kid's like, oh, why, yeah, you're trying to get me back at midnight time again. <laughs> Jack Slater thought, we all, we both know is coming out next year. And he's like, well, I'll try again tomorrow. No. Um, Jack Slater 4 <laughs> is coming out. And, uh, he won't be the only thing. <laughs> That's coming in. <laughs> so um yeah so the kid runs away and ends up uh outside actually he's walking through the streets of like uh shithole america's shithole uh brooklyn there we go nice yeah she's walking through the street of brooklyn i guess and some guy just like sort of pours at his head at one point (laughs) i don't know why that's very odd he just walks past him and the guy's just like He just like gives him a little, tries to give him a little pat. Yeah, it's not very good. (laughs) No, that's creepy. Yeah, weird extra. Didn't like him. Yeah, as I said in in a previous episode, I love shit like that. (laughs) He wasn't directed to do that. That guy was just like, (laughs) "This is my moment. I'm I'm going to Martin McCutcheon the shit out of this kid." (laughs) 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 That was a reference to the song rather than like Martin McCutcheon being a nonce. Apparently, she's a nonce. Yeah, I've heard this. come out this week hasn't it <laughs> she's just been since since her fame she's just been going around <laughs> stroking kids hair just in the street <laughs> did she even sing that song this could be this could be very defamatory yeah. did she yeah, okay that's that alright then she did that well then, then calling her a nonce song. isn't defamatory then I take it back that's fine <laughs> she did those two songs and then she was in love actually I think mm. and that was about it yeah yeah Um has some Martin McCutcheon knowledge for you all. <laughs> um, and then the kid is in school. This kid's name is Danny. I think. Is it? Hey, it is yeah. for the purpose of this podcast. It is, yeah, it is for me. Right now. <laughs> so, Danny is in school. And there's this old teacher and she's like, Here we have Hamlet. If you want to think about it, 
He's the first action hero. Oh, oh. Because almost, he's, you know, a cool yeah. dude. Yeah, exactly. Almost had to down your drink, but he didn't. Bait and switched you. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, she's like, yes, this features Laurence Olivier. You'll know him from the other films, I suppose. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then she goes like, his eyes, his horrible yellow eyes. <laughs> uh, film fact, Laurence Olivier, first winner of the Olivier Award. <laughs> <laughs> he named himself after the award, so yeah. that's pretty good. They did a film about him, didn't they? Just thought, uh, wasn't it Laurence of Olivier? <laughs> was that what it was? It was like an old Egypt thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the one. Uh, yeah. Now makes yeah. a living selling olive oil, which he calls Olivier oil. Does he? <laughs> he does. Yeah. That's how he makes his money now. Yeah. His daughter did well, though, didn't she? <laughs> Olivier Newton-John. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's stop this shit now. This is garbage. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it, but okay. Yeah, no, so did I as well. I wanted to throw that out there to maybe sound cool yeah um so <laughs> they start watching this bit this clip of hamlet which i think may actually be the Lawrence olivier hamlet okay uh and then oh shit sorry hang on so we start watching hamlet i think it is the Lawrence olivier hamlet um oh at, at one point uh, the kids laugh at the word bosom so that's nice. <laughs> nice to see that kids in uh, 1993 were still laughing at the same things that we do now. Yeah, 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 yeah. In this podcast, <laughs> in this podcast, every week. Um, and then Danny's sort of watching it and being like, "No, he wouldn't do that. If if this was a proper film, Hamlet would act like this." And then it turns into Arnold Schwarzenegger as Hamlet, his most thespian role yet, Dave. Okay, in 93. That is a very weird thing to happen at, mm. at this point in the film. I think we're supposed to think it's Danny's dream. I don't know. Right, okay. Maybe he just, he just fucking loves Arnold Schwarzenegger, Clearly, clearly, yeah. Yeah. He wants to go on them snakeskin boots. He wants to get that <laughs> big gun belt buckle off. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so Arnie's Hamlet, and then it's this, like, big action sequence of, uh, of Hamlet but with Arnold Schwarzenegger as him so like going through shooting a load of people <laughs> there's that one bit he's battering people with like swords and shit and then he's just like I'm a cheater at one point and just pulls out an Uzi and starts blowing people away and there's like he just starts shooting people with swords and shields and it's still all in black and white and stuff and it is actually rather shit like, <laughs> it's just really cool to just prop up with just like here's, a, here's an advert for Hamlet yeah but, it's Arnie, mate. So you know what you're gonna get. I mean, that's a pretty good way of making Shakespeare interesting to the youth, isn't it? Uh, to have some <laughs> yeah. guns involved. Yeah, they tried to do that with Romeo and Juliet with uh, gangs and nudity and Leonardo DiCaprio, and it just didn't work. Yeah, it, yeah, not yeah, not Baz Lern- Lerman's finest work. I would argue though that The Expendables is as close to Shakespeare as you're gonna get. Okay, I'm excited <laughs> to hear you back this up. <laughs> Because it's just written so well. All the dialogue's so good. The action's in the right places. Uh, you've got really uh, obscurely named characters for no reason, like Christmas. It's just all there. Now, they, they, the, Shakespeare, the Shakespeare, modern Shakespeare 
Sylvester Stallone. That's what I <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with you. Now, this yeah, is going to come as no surprise to you because um, I seem to have a bit of a reputation for thoroughly enjoying what are ostensibly terrible movies. But Great films, yeah, I love The Expendables. Mo- Expendables one is adequate. I love all of them. I would happily sit and watch them repeatedly. Even the second one, when the whole plot is uh, Sylvester Stallone has a Vietnamese wife. <laughs> even th- even that one, even that one makes me happy. I just love them. I just really love them. Okay, I can't. What was um, what was uh, was it Jet Li in that, or was it Chayun Fat? That was interesting. That could be an interesting, uh, interesting sound on the recording there. <laughs> That's like a pratfall on the microphone or something. Two seconds. Yeah. It was uh, Jet Li in the It was Jet Li. It was yeah. Jet Li, yeah. Um, now, if I remember correctly, his character, his uh, character name was um, very, yeah, very offensive, if I remember correctly. I can't remember what his character was called. I remember that uh, for no reason Jason Statham just hates him. I think we're meant to assume yeah. he's racist. Yeah, his character's called Yin Yang, Dave, so I'm going to go with the fact that yes. His character's genuinely is. called Yin Yang. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Is it amazing? Oh, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, does it, to be honest? <laughs> I mean, that is Stallone at his peak. Peak Stallone. I mean, right, if you, look at the, if you look at the IMDb for... Expendables 2 we got Barney Ross that's the lonely Christmas then you got people like Church Trench Hail Caesar that's Terry Crews no thanks uh, Toll Road Toll Road <laughs> Toll Road Randy Kotor's character is called Toll Road I mean I love I love all of it it's utterly ridiculous well let's move on from that yeah let's get back to the film in hand yeah so, so Danny's having wet dreams about Arnie Danny's having wet dreams. <laughs> um, oh, forgot to say. Oh, at the end of the Hamlet trailer, Arnie throws a man through a window. Another window. Yes, window scene. throws. We should be racking these up. Yeah, we should be counting them. We should be. We should be. We should have yeah. a little noise every time there's a window death. Da 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 da. That's a window breakage. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we um we go uh, we cut to Danny's home. Cut to and his his mum opens the door and she sort of looks a bit like Lois Lane from the Adventures of Superman, but not quite. Okay, okay, a bit she's, Terry Hatcher esque. Yeah, she's relatively pretty. Okay, relatively. Uh, not that that matters. You know, but <laughs> she's getting ready age. for work. She's a working mum. It seems to be a bit late, and she's furious that Danny skipped school. Um now. I don't think he did, because we've just watched the scene where he was in school. I was about to say, yeah, I'm very confused. He was literally in school having <laughs> having wet dreams about Arnie. Yeah, and it doesn't really, it <laughs> doesn't really explain that at all. Right, okay. Um, but she's still really angry with him. But then she loves him. She's a really uh, like sort of uh, agreeable mother. Like she she gets that it's hard because he doesn't have a dad you know we get all the sad bit of like some some character um, building some real character development here yeah yeah I like it and then um, 
she says like I've got to go to work you got to lock the door and then that's it but Dave if you remember correctly today is the day that at midnight they're showing Jack Slater 4 in this shitty rundown horrible old theatre hell yes it is and Jack Slater 4 as we all know doesn't come out for another year so <laughs> And he's been promised ice cream and puppies maybe are going to be there. <laughs> and it's just being shown in the back of this van. Yeah, and all he has to do is not wear any pants to get in. So. Not wear any pants. And he needs to bring, like, a, you know, several gram tub of Vaseline. And that's all he's going to bring. For free entry into Jack Slater 4? It. Worth it. But it's, but it's no clothes allowed. <laughs> As we know, the old the old non guy so, is like, oh, we've turned it into one of those 4D cinemas where you experience, you feel like you're in the film. <laughs> oh, it's got smell of vision. This one. <laughs> no, honestly, my lap is the special seat. Yeah, <laughs> just hang on five minutes. If you just move about a bit, I'll plug you in. <laughs> oh, mate, that is grim. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the kid's sitting there and he's counting down the time and we see like loads of little shots of like uh the, the clock and um eventually he thinks right let's go and he opens the door and then he shuts the door because some dude walks past and he thinks it's quite sketchy and then he opens the door again and it instantly gets broken into oh um, mate and then some dude comes in and is like uh, he's a Switchblade punk dude. Not, <laughs> what is it with Arnie and Switchblade punks? They've got to be in every one of his films. He's in his contract. Of them. <laughs> yeah, so he, he breaks in and he puts the knife up to this this kid, and the kid's just like he takes him into the bathroom. Why into the bathroom? Don't know. Oh, and then uh, <laughs> this is going a bit weird. <laughs> Take your shit. I want to watch it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I need the smells. I need the smells. Oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the switch the switch play punk is just like uh you know like uh he, he he's got him and then Danny like turns around real fast just like ready for a scrap and the switch play punk's just like oh go on then so he throws the knife at him or like onto the sink and he's just like go on then stab me to death <laughs> and then like holds his, ha- holds his hands up and he's just like oh, I don't know you're gonna do anything just stab me to death go on then and then the, Danny doesn't do it because he's a little fanny um which I guess you are funny if you don't stab a man to death. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that is the rule. Yeah. Um, I'd be embarrassed. If I if I raised a kid who couldn't stab a man to death, I'd be absolutely fucking embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's just like, yeah, stab me to death. <laughs> and the kid can't do it. So instead, this retreat punk throws a load of... Uh, a load of... A pair of... Um, handcuffs at him and he's just like handcuff yourself to the toilet <laughs> or to like the radiator and Danny does it because he's a little bitch oh he is so really he... a little bitch isn't he fucking hell so, so he handcuffs himself to the to the radiator and then he switch play pump runs away and then he runs back in and he's just like you've got nothing you're poor as fuck <laughs> and he's just like well you've broke into a shitty apartment in the middle of the Bronx well of course I'm poor as fuck you idiot that is brutal to hear from a thief though from someone who holds you <laughs> yeah. up to just go oh fuck, fucking hell mate yeah. you're shit <laughs> not even worth stealing he says <laughs> your, t- your TV would earn me $20 and it's just like how shit is that telling 
Danny's in a bit of a stinker, really. And then um, the the robber just throws the key down the toilet and says, "Go fish." <laughs> Sound. What a nice play. Yeah. Um. Then the next scene is the kid running to the theatre. So he must have done really. I don't know how he got the key out the toilet, but he must have done it real fast and real well. This must happen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's used to it. <laughs> yeah, because he's like he's a good like like four or five feet away from the toilet, maybe. And you think, how the fuck has he got that out? Yeah. But he's he's come up with something. Maybe he's got like a a, a get key out of toilet tool. Yeah. Just like yeah. by the radiator. Like, thank God I made this the last time this happened. My guess is he's bled the radiator and drank the water from the radiator <laughs> <laughs> until he needs a piss. And then he's jet streamed from the radiator to the toilet. <laughs> so much piss that the water level's risen in the toilet. But the keys come such, out onto the floor. <laughs> keys come out onto the floor and yeah. floated to him at the radiator. And that's how he's got out. Boom. That's how I'd do it. <laughs> that was my favourite Crystal Maze challenge. <laughs> when they had to do that. When they had the, to old, the old lock to the radiator key in the, the toilet trick. The radiator. <laughs> Uh, drink the bleeding radiator water. <laughs> oh, I should watch my language there. <laughs> that was a very good English swear words joke. Yeah, drink that. Then use your aggressive jet stream of piss <laughs> and arc it perfectly into the toilet. <laughs> anyway, that's how he got out. I guess that's the director's commentary. You must have watched this sooner than I uh, imagined. Oh um, man! And the kid goes to the theatre. Right, he runs there. He bangs on one of the doors. No one's there. He bangs on the back door. Lol. And um, the nonsense. <laughs> okay. And Ellie's back there. The nonce guy's there, and he's dressed as a nonce. Oh, what? Um, no, he's like legit dressed as a nonce. He's dressed like um, some sort of weird magician usher, oh. like a cross between a magician and not not the rapper usher, a film theatre usher. Okay, good. I was worried yeah. there was going to be some terrible no, makeup or no, something. Who no, is no? There was no Ben Kingsley going on here. Good, good. That's really good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's dressed in blackface. Because uh, <laughs> he's dressed like Usher. And I don't know why they did it. I don't know why they decided to go with it, but they did. Very weird, Very weird directorial yeah. decision, but hey, we've got to respect yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We've got to respect that that's what they did. You'd argue if he was dressed as a nonce, he'd be dressed like R. Kelly, but no, it is Usher. <laughs> or Martin McCutcheon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah. So, Fucking hell. So he starts talking to the kid, and he's just like, oh, yeah, I wanted to be a magician. He's like, oh, yeah, did you try and magic my pants off? He's like, no. <laughs> Not this time, Danny. <laughs> He goes, uh, yeah, I wanted to be a magician there. Once I met Harry Houdini, and he uh, gave me this golden ticket. For some reason, he gave him a cinema ticket when, you know, I don't know whether like big theatres were around then. Yeah, Harry Houdini, no relation to cinema whatsoever. No reason for him to have a cinema ticket. No, he did. And he uh, he gave it to this this nonce, and he was like, here you go. 
this is my special golden nonsense ticket. <laughs> it's magical. It'll do, you know, mad magic stuff. And Danny's like, well, did you ever use the mad magic stuff? And he's like, no. No, I never. Uh, because I was too scared. I was too scared that if I met my hero and it didn't work, I'd think he was like a fraud. But maybe I was a bit scared that it would work too. And, he's, and then Danny's like, but, but we don't know what it does, so you need to get a grip, mate. You silly old bastard. Like. How would you anyway. never be tempted in all those years? Well, he doesn't know what it does, and he doesn't know how it works. He's got no idea. Houdini just went, here's a magic golden ticket. Right. He went, I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we, uh, we sit down, and the film begins. Jack Slater 4, mate big film feeling you it you see this it, mate it starts off with a real bang it starts off like every lethal weapon film ever <laughs> um, we've got now we, we do we have already heard that the plot of this is that um, the mob have killed Jack Slater's favourite second cousin okay and so he wants revenge um, so we see the second cousin all tied up and this fella this really stereotypically Italian mobster like old Don sort of mobster but he is in a Hawaiian shirt so sort of detracts a little bit uh, he's talking to this guy and saying like what's going to happen like uh, like what does he know and blah 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 and he's got this tiny little um, like target next to his head it's it's miniature it's really small target and then um, he's just like tell me what you need to tell me what I need to know tell me what Frank's this is Frank by the way okay second cousin okay. of Jack's there and he's like, I don't know anything, I don't know anything. And then he just, cl- the, the dude clicks his fingers and then a hole appears directly in the target, right in the middle, right in the centre of the tiny target. Nice. And then it cuts two miles away. Some fella reading the paper by a pool. Charles Dance, mate. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> this is Mr. Benedict. This film's Charles just got Dance. exciting. Yeah, in his youth. Oh. I don't know anything other than Game of Thrones and The Witcher 3. I don't know anything Charles Dance has been in. I don't care. No. Because these two things are good enough apart from the last season. He doesn't need Why he wasn't in that. He doesn't need to do anything else. Everything he's been in has been amazing no. that we're aware of. Yeah. And there's the, when he reads people's autobiographies in, in Big Fat Quiz of the Year. Yeah, which is always the best bit other than yeah, the children doing the, the play. It, it, I mean, it it does always read thick people's autobiographies, but I mean, that's fine. That's by the way. Thick people are funny. That's what I've learned from Charles Dance. Yeah. If you if you're poor or thick, it's it's good to laugh at them. That's what I <laughs> that's what I've learned from Charles Dance. At, we are at, at the Breakfast Club. We want to make sure that we are saying the word at, not with. We're <laughs> laughing at the poor, and we are laughing at the thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no laughing with. They're too poor and thick to get our sense of humour. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. Because I mean, if we're talking about big dicks, they're not going to understand. They're going to be like, this, this is too highbrow for me. I don't get yeah. it. I don't understand. <laughs> Was it? I'm too poor and thick to know. I like all my dirt jokes about clay and dirt. <laughs> and being down the mine and Thatcher stealing our milk. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. <laughs> you thick <old. laughs> Don't come round here with your poor thickness, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> so then, uh, Jack Slater, like, we cut scene, um, Oh, actually, no, we find out that um, the plot of Jack Slater 4 is that the Italian mob boss 
is trying to pretend that he's making uh, a deal with the other big mob boss in town but that's all that's all like not real mm. but he tells frank that that's what's going to happen and they've made a truce and then they're going to take over but really what's going to happen is he's going to off the other mob boss at some point and um and that's and that's what he's going to do so classic action movie plot yeah mr benedict by the way is that's charles dance he's got a glass eye and it's got uh, uh like a target on it and it's rad and he looks amazing. That's pretty And he cool. gets really annoyed at the Italian mob boss uh, because he can't use um, sayings correctly. <laughs> Good. A little uh, minor racism. Yeah. I like it. No, but it's not like he can't speak. He's like Manuel. <laughs> Mr. Faulty, <laughs> Mr. Faulty. It's not like that. <laughs> I'll give you an example in a bit. He is not a rat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Benedict says, don't mention the word. Uh, yeah, so we get uh, Jack Slater arriving at a house. Well, we see two cops going into a house. Or he's going up to the door because they've been told there's a big drug deal going on here. Like, it's a crack house. And Jack Slater pulls up with a load of groceries and he's like... Uh, Hey, what are you doing at my cousin Frank's house? Because he's Dracula, you see, in this film. Right, I like um, it. And the guys are like, oh, we've been told that this is a crack deal. And uh, and Jack Slater's like, no, this is my favourite second cousin Frank's house. Um, He knocks on the door. No one answers. Knocks again. Goes to kick it in. But then stops and opens the door. Nice. Nice. Classic gag. <laughs> uh, and there's Frank, all tied up. And he explains that the the two mobs are going to join together and join forces to make one super mob, I guess. Nice. Okay, that's cool. And then he dies, and as he dies, he goes, "I'm out of here." <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me quite nicely to my theory about films, where I think that whenever anyone died, dies in films, they should go, "I'm dead." <laughs> Whenever so, so anyone in any film dies, yes, so you'd know they just yeah. announce it real loud. Yeah. Okay, I like it. So you hear like I don't know, uh, what's a really moving, moving death in a film? Uh, Boromir dying in Lord of the Rings is pretty moving. Boromir dying, yeah. So he's dropped, he's drooped, he's got arrows in him. He's like, you Aragorn, you are my king. Up there. <laughs> And then that's him dead, and so, then they realise he's So that dead. you don't, at any point in the film, think, I can't wait for Boromir yeah. to come back and, and yeah. be in this. Or uh, exactly. or Leo dying in Titanic, when they're on the... I was going to get on to that they're one, on the planks. Just, like... <laughs> <laughs> just hear it bubbling up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they all just like... That's that so good, man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it should sound. <laughs> so you know that you know he's dead. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Frank Frank goes up third, and he's dead. Um, and then there's a little thing attached to him, like a, little, a note, and and it's uh, noted to Jack Slater. He pulls it off, and it just says, "I can't remember." It says something. <laughs> <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then it's, it's not important. It's, no, it's got a card that says five. And he removes that, and he's got a card that says four. 
and then he removes that and then he's got a card that says three and then he, he, he waits until he gets to one before going it's a bomb and then jumps out the door and the whole house blows up man amazing like, it, this must be the biggest bomb in the world <laughs> like, it, it's a huge ass bomb <laughs> so it blows up this guy's house and then we cut to Danny back in the cinema and he's just like uh, cops are dead Slate is alright and then it goes back into the film because he's a fucking smart isn't he? Oh, okay. and it, it cuts back to the film Slater gets up and yeah the two cops are in a tree and they're both like oh they'll do <laughs> in the tree <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm starting to come on board with this man I think actually this makes the film a lot Mate, easier to follow exactly it does doesn't it then you know then, <laughs> then, then you know, you know. <laughs> And when Loki dies in Thor 2, he doesn't say, I'm dead. And then, you know, he's not dead. Yeah, he keeps coming back every film. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know he's going to come back yeah. and find them. Yeah. But then in, in uh, Endgame, where, no, no, sorry, in Infinity War, when he does get choked, he's just like, I'm dead. <laughs> and then he's dead. And then you know. And then you can be sad because you know he's dead. Yeah, yeah. And then come then you can start the mourning process, the grieving process. Exactly. <laughs> Um, the whole house is blown up. Jack said he's fine. We see uh, a load of this car, this truck, start like driving up the road. Uh, not a big truck, like a small pickup. With a load of dudes just like <laughs> hanging off the side of it, shooting guns. Because why wouldn't you? Yep. Yeah. And um, uh, Slater gets in his car. It's an open top. That's important. And drives away. Now, Danny's watching this and he's feeling it. Um we see oh, that's me opening a bit <laughs> we see uh, some of the dudes in the truck are like shooting and then they, one of them throws a, uh, a stick of like dynamite it's not a stick of dynamite it's one of them where it's like you know it's like six sticks of dynamite all clubbed into one big bit of dynamite nice okay yeah prospecting dynamite <laughs> and he throws some of that and it at the same time Danny's heart because I forgot to say when uh when the nonce is letting Danny into the <laughs> into the screen, yeah. he takes the golden ticket off him that he's just given him and then rips it in half. And then it's just like, your ticket, sir, and then lets him in. And you just think, you stupid bastard. You, he literally at one point goes, I'm passing this ticket on to you. And Danny's like, oh, cheers, mate. And then he just rips it in half. Rips the magic what ticket an- that he has no what idea an- what it does from Houdini <laughs> in half. What, an animal? What's he doing? <laughs> What's he thinking? Why isn't he just giving him a shit ordinary ticket? Anyway, two rips in half. The half that Danny's got starts, like, showing some Ghostbusters effects. You know what I mean? Like, that blue sort of yeah, blue yeah. and purple electric effects. Yeah. Because they're the best effects for magic. <laughs> um, and they start shimmering. And then this dynamite flies through the cinema screen. Okay. And lands in the theatre and starts rolling down towards Danny and he looks at it and he's just like uh nonce uh, <laughs> he can't hear him because he's asleep I guess or he's dreaming about kids or whatever yeah. and then Danny drops his popcorn on it in order to put the fire out it's actually a pretty slick move yeah pretty clever um but I think it still explodes <laughs> I can't remember I don't know what happens but either way he ends up a big flash of white light happens and he opens his eyes and he's in the back of Jack Slater's car 
Oh my god. He has somehow wormed his way <laughs> into the way. film. <laughs> yeah. The little rat. He's got in there somehow. The little dirty rat twat <laughs> kid has wormed his way into this film. <laughs> and um yeah. He, he, they're driving along and Jack's just like who are you and he's like I don't know just some little asshole and then Slater's like stay flat keep your eyes closed or whatever and just grab on because we're going to be driving he's driving like a maniac but it's an action film so he's going to drive like a maniac yeah of course um, and then and just holy shit happens and then a bit of, oh, one of the TNT lot lands in the back of the car and um, at one point Arnie puts it out just with his fingers and it's really cool it's to show how hard Jack Slater is yeah. um, and then they get into this alleyway and the whole scene changes and the kid's just like oh yeah no I mean the movie and only now does he discover that he's in the film because obviously he's thick shit. yeah clearly probably poor yeah. as well in fact we know he's poor, poor. We know he's poor. Now we know he's thick as well. <laughs> so we'd be laughing at him. Yeah, just like, like all poor people. We're very like Tory on this people. podcast. Yeah, very, very right. <laughs> all poor people are thick and yeah, don't deserve our help it. and should be laughed at. Get better soon, Boris. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. Here, here. Cheers to you, fella. You're a good lad. You're a good lad. <laughs> really like you. Yeah, you're not a cunt at all. <laughs> 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 oh man oh god I unlike <laughs> unlike um, it wasn't Joe Lysen who was it uh, James A. Caster I don't hope that the, the Prime Minister dies <laughs> unlike him <laughs> I wish him the best of health oh yeah yeah I really hope he gets through it cheers Boris Top shagger. I hope, he lo- I hope he loses a testicle. <laughs> Still be a top shagger. Yeah, no, he is a top he shagger. He is a top shagger he? somehow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow. It's probably his, uh, probably his wit. Yeah, yeah, and I imagine so. It's going to it's gonna really wit. help um, this podcast grow if the people at home get sarcasm. If, if anyone's listening to this podcast and doesn't get sarcasm, it's going to be a real fucking long... Yeah, two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a real bad, bad time. For you if you don't get it. Yeah, Danny realizes he's in this film now, um, from being thick, and because the because the sets changed, and he's trying to say to Jack Slater like, "We're in a movie," and Jack Slater's like, "I don't know what you mean, kid." Um, but they're about the truck like pulls in at the same time because they've like gone into this like alleyway. Yeah, and they're going to play chicken, and they drive towards each other, and then uh, the the truck bottles it. Of course it bottles it. Of course it does, film. yeah. And it drives away, goes up some boxes, and then instantly explodes. <laughs> At this point, there's been shitloads of explosions, and it is the point, so, yeah. you know, it is the point that it's that. Yeah. Um, oh, shit, what does Arnie say? Arnie says something absolutely outrageous during this scene. About him, uh, it's about the kid dying. He's just like, it's about him living long enough, and he's just like, 
you, uh, you live long enough to have premature ejaculation. And he, he genuinely mentions premature ejaculation to this kid. Nice, okay, good. But I can't remember what the context was. I think it was the context of the kid dying. Okay, and then he goes, here's a couple of acres for you and kicks him in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> kicks him directly in the ball, it's with his car. <laughs> it's just one thing. It's just one thing he says to everyone. Every Jack Slater film, that's all he says. <laughs> that's his only line. It's like Conan all over again. That's all he's learned since 1985. <laughs> it's how he introduces himself to people. Yeah. Here's a it's couple like of acres be... for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's James Cameron. He's going to be directing the next, uh, the, the next film that you're in. You want to be a farmer, James Cameron? <laughs> He's like, never, never thought about it. No, never thought about it. Bang! <laughs> Here's a couple of acres. <laughs> Here's James Cameron's wife. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Just kicks her in. <laughs> Just kicks her in the fucking fanny. Just <laughs> hoofs her in the fanny. Just gives the old compulsion. and she's just like, oh. <laughs> Here's a couple of acres for you. Here's a couple of acres, bitch. <laughs> Boom! He just starts kicking everyone, everyone in the forest. <laughs> oh, man, that's it. Oh, that's tickled me. It's a good job he turned into the good guy in T2. Oh, God. He starts kicking everyone in the forest. <laughs> He's doing it at the premiere and everything. He's a nightmare. Oh, I remember. Arnie, here's your uh, here's your co-host and writer of the the Expendables films. It's uh, it's Sylvester Stallone, another action hero stalwart. Oh, Sylvester, you want to be a farmer, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, got no got no desire to be a farmer, Arnie. I don't know why you're uh, don't know why you bring that up. Boom! Hoof <laughs> to the tessies. Have that. <laughs> There's a couple of acres now, for you. Now, Arnold, <laughs> we've been asked a question about governmental policy when it comes to taxation <laughs> in California. Your rival has said that they would like to stop taxes for the, for the rich and uh, lower the, the taxation down the chain. What do you say? Mr. Speaker, you want to be a farmer? <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of acres for you. Boom! Have them, have them, have them, lad. Oh, um, that's how we got in office. So, yeah, chicken works. They nail it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they drive to the LAPD, or the NYPD. Sorry. God, how dare I forget? Yeah, don't say so the actual to, bullies. No, they drive to the NYPD, and uh, we meet Slater's boss again. And now he's going crazy, obviously. Rightly so. Why wouldn't? Yeah. He? At one point, he just goes, "Oh no!" Actually, before that, uh, we get to um, Slater's desk, and then uh, one of the guys is like, "Slater, it's your second ex-wife for you," and he's just like, "I'll take it," and then gets the call. And listens to it, and then and then he's just like, "Oh, my love, uh, I, I can't wait to hear your voice." And then he pulls out a tape from his desk and slots it in that just says "The Shrew," and then puts the phone on top of like the tape deck because again, Dave, this is 1993, and um, it's just going like, "Uh, yeah, mm-hmm, 
yeah, mm-hmm. And it's just that on, on repeat. Very clever. It's obviously, she's a Harry. Yeah, and clearly women aren't worth listening to. Women are not worth listening to. Um, interesting fact, all the women in this film are dressed like future sluts. Nice, okay. Um, that's the only way I can describe it. Okay. I don't think I could describe it another way. They're all in weird, like, conical metal boob tubes, and they're all showing a load of ass, and they're not very valued in this film yeah i mean we have a history of picking films that don't tend to favor women no, for some reason no 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 it's because they're all from like early 90s yeah yeah early but 80s 90s is, films. even though even though this is a film within a film and it's parodying that exact fact still still not still not great <laughs> still still, still problematic <laughs> but it, it, they do they do quite hold it quite right because like every woman in this film is attractive every single one and i'll 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 put a, a point on that in a bit. Um, so, th- yeah, that we we see him do that. We see Slater do that. And then we hear, like, Slater! And then all the glass smashes. Bloody hell, what a shout. Well, yeah, because he's like Queen Sindel from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and, uh, that's a cool reference. That was a good reference. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. And um, he goes up. And he's chatting about a million miles an hour. Fair play. To the actor of, of this guy because good lord can he talk fast he's like no it's like rap god by eminem times two it's unbelievable how fast he can talk and it's just drivel um and then danny's just like uh he doesn't mean any of the shit he says he loves you really you're his best friend and then the 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 uh the chief of police is just like what is this kid talking about is this stupid dirty long-haired little dipshit child saying what does he mean and uh he's just like no he He doesn't look like a stabber what a little bitch if i threw him a knife now i don't reckon he could stab me to death so at this point um they're going through what's going on like they're, they're partnering different police officers up with each other um, one guy gets partnered up with a rabbi, which is very strange. Yep. Um, and then Danny is trying to explain to Jack Slater that this is a film. It's not real. It's all make-believe. Okay. Uh, even though he's in the film and he's just had, like been shot at and shit. <laughs> and the, and he, the, way, the way he explains is that one of the police officers is a cartoon cat. Right, okay. Yeah, like an actual cartoon cat. His name is Whiskers. <laughs> Is that genuine? I don't remember any of that in the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, uh, that's where he's like, look at the cartoon. It's a goddamn cartoon in real life. And the guys are like, yeah, that's one of my best officers. Whiskers the cartoon cat. Whisk, Whiskers the cartoon cat. Who is voiced by uh, Danny DeVito. Seriously? Like yeah, uncredited. Amazing. Oh, uh, amazing. What a fact. What a film fact. Yeah, good film fact. He's just like, here, tots, and he slaps some bird on the house. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Jack Slate has just been like, no, oh, sorry, Danny's just like, yeah, well, what, what's he doing in here? And Jack's like, well, he's just been suspended. He's just come back from suspension. <laughs> and if he's slapping birds on the arse, Dave, it's only one thing he's been suspended for. Right? Yep, shooting a man. Shooting, shooting a man, to, man death. to death in cold, in, in in cold, cold blood. blood there was no reason for it no weapon was drawn no he joke. just blasted him <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just blasted him 
don't know why no, I middle did. of the street, don't middle of the day. Children were going middle to school. You just blasted a guy yeah, to he death. <laughs> he was white. <laughs> just blasted him to death. <laughs> don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> anyway, two weeks suspension. Mm. Um. So they're, they're interviewing this kid. They're interviewing, interrogating this kid. And uh, he's, he's saying, like, loads of shit from the backstory and blah, blah, blah. And then he comes out with, like, well, how do I know that your second cousin, Frank, was killed in this place like this? Uh, he was killed by a guy called Mr. Benedict, who has a glass eye. Uh, this is going to happen. And he, he explains, basically, what we'd learned in the first bit. Nice, okay. How could he possibly so, know that? How could he possibly know that? So the chief of police goes, tell you what, Jack Slater, meet your new partner this little dipshit <laughs> and whiskers goes don't say that about me no, anyway, don't right. say that about me and he's just like he's just come back from shooting a guy to death mate <laughs> you need to pipe down I'd, I'd keep you're, your head down you're on by thin the way, bloody ice whiskers stop slapping people on the arse <laughs> stop slapping people on the arse stop shooting them to death <laughs> stop getting backhanders as well because we, we know, know about, about these we know about the bribes You just need to... <laughs> I don't know why two minutes ago I described you as one of the best officers I've got. <laughs> one, of best, one of the best officers I've got. It doesn't say a lot about the rest of the people in this precinct. No, no, no. no. Not at all. <laughs> so, Danny and Jack go to uh, the video store. I'm going to call okay. it that. Pretty much Blockbuster. Yep. When that still existed. I can't remember why. Oh, because Danny's trying to prove that um that Jack Slater is a is a movie character and they go and he's just like he's saying to the girl on the front desk he's like where are all the action films and she's like uh at the back because this guy's just like uh, Jack Slater's like well my name is Arnie Schwarzenheimer or something like right. that and then Danny's like no no Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, yeah it's meta amazing and, okay uh, so in the real he, world yeah jack slater is a character played by arnold schwarzenegger so danny is aware of yes. who arnold schwarzenegger is okay yes, okay yeah, okay okay exists. yeah and um they go to the back and they see a massive cutout for terminator 2 and it's sylvester stallone oh what a reference nice the terminator and terminator 2 and Arnie looks at it and goes, I love this guy, he's really good. <laughs> and uh, Danny's like, no, this is wrong, this isn't right. And he's trying to find Arnie films, but he can't find them. Because they, they don't, don't exist. exist. Because Arnie is just like, it's, it's super it messy. I love really it, I weird. genuinely love it. But it's really fun. Um, and then his next point is, look at all the women. All the women are unbelievably fit. And yet, there's, he's like, there's no monsters, there's no <laughs> disgusting, horrible freaks, there's no methodic people, <laughs> disgusting prostitutes on the side yeah, of the road. Yeah, yeah. And Slate is like, this is California, of course there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. And at one point, uh, like, uh, Danny's, uh, oh yeah, Danny says uh, to the to the girl at the front desk, like, what's the number of this store? And she's like, five five five, five eight two one. And then he turns to this girl who Arnie's chatting up and he's just like, what's your phone number? And she's like, 555-2158. And he's like, exactly. 
everything starts with 555. All your numbers start with 555 because they're not real numbers. And he's just like, yeah, what about area codes, though? Anyway, Arnie's buzzing because he's managed to get this fifth bed. (laughs) (laughs) All that matters to him. (laughs) Pretty smooth. Yeah, no, he's done well. Uh, And then they leave and then they're driving away. And um, they're going to, like, Beverly Hills or somewhere like that. And Danny's just like, I- I'll be able to point out the house where your your second cousin Jack was held. And eventually he finds it. He's just like, that's the house. Um, and they, they rock. And <laughs> Actually, there's a really funny scene here where Jack says, just like, oh, yeah, okay, this is what we should be doing in the police officer. Never mind all my training, combat training, running physical training learning about criminal psychology doing all this 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 what I should have done was just pointed at a house and gone that's where the bad guys are (laughs) maybe they should yeah I don't know maybe (laughs) it would work maybe maybe they should trial it I reckon give it a go yeah what have they got to lose that's where the bad guys are and then give it a go and just be like no it's just children it's a foster home shit (gasps) but you tried and that's the that's the important (laughs) thing (laughs) that's the important thing in in these trying times so they pull up at this house right and Danny is like that's the house let's go in there um, so they go up to the door and um, this guy this guy answers the door and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna, I don't I, I'm pretty sure right so don't roast me if I'm wrong <laughs> <laughs> that it's random task from uh, <laughs> Austin Powers. Nice, yeah. Or at least it's a guy that looks an awful lot like him. He's a big stocky boy. And he's, yeah, looks pretty angry. And um, Arnie's like, are there any drug dealers here? And um, the guy chuckles and then walks off. And then Benedict comes to the door, Big Charlie. And... Um, He's just like, oh, I believe you were in the business of drug dealers. And that's my impression of Charles Dance. That was really good. I enjoyed it, Excuse mate. Me. Thank you. And Arnie starts going off on one. And he's just like, why don't you take off your glasses? Because Danny mentions that he's got a glass eye. But um, he, uh, he he refuses to take off his gig. He's wearing some sunglasses, obviously. Okay, suspicious. Yeah, he's like Gabrielle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's got an eye patch over one eye. Yeah, no, no, she never had an eye patch, mate, and that would have made her a better. That would she have, did she have an found... eye patch. She did have an eye yeah. patch. Yeah, but she never wore. She wore really dark sunglasses, didn't she? <laughs> she did. But she didn't want to market herself as a pirate, a pirate singer. Now that would have that would have sold more albums to me. I know that much. She'd have done it about twenty years before Ailstorm, so she'd have absolutely smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah so um, he comes to the door and Arnie's telling him to take his glasses off and he won't do it um, and then eventually Arnie threatens to break his fingers <laughs> very <laughs> sound you snap, snap your fingers off for some reason I don't know why and uh, yeah he, he, he tilts his shades down and you see his uh, he's got a smiley face glass eye and it looks rad oh there's Gabrielle with an eye patch on <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell you what she looks like a Bond villain there she does yeah she really does yeah Um, 
Which Bond villain? Write in, kids. You tell me. <laughs> if you write in saying Grace Park, you're a racist. And I don't want to hear it. Um, yes. <laughs> Fucking hell. So, so uh, Danny then walks up. Well, they walk away after seeing the glass eye. And he's like, see, he's the one who killed Frank. Um, or he's the one who said about some shit. I can't remember because it's a silly plot. <laughs> but at this point, Benedict overhears that. Now, he didn't hear him when he was directly, he was looking at him about one foot away saying, that's the guy with the glass eye. Didn't hear that bit. He hears it now, though. Hear me now. Yeah, I mean, no. he, is it. <laughs> he is it now. And he starts, he starts losing his mind. He's like, "Who's this kid? Why, why does he know everything? Why does he know everything about me? Why does he know everything? Yeah, it's creepy." Anyway, Slater decides they're gonna go see his daughter. Now it's been made a big thing already at this point that um, that Slater's uh, daughter is new to this film. It's introducing her as an actress. Okay. This is a, a first film for Ray. Her name's Meredith. A real name is something that isn't Meredith. So Arnold Schwarzenegger is his real name, obviously, as we know. Yeah. But then this character, her real name is Meredith, but it isn't actually her real name. She's got a different name as an actress. Mate, so this is just... so this is so meta. So in <laughs> Danny in Danny's real world, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger exists. Yeah. In this world, he's an mm-hmm. actual person. Yeah. called Jack Slater, who is a yes. policeman. Correct. Now, in the yeah. film that he is in, that he's not yeah. aware that he is in, they're yeah. introducing a character who will play, mm-hmm. who will be his daughter. Yes. He's just going to accept that this person is his daughter. Yeah, yeah. But she's aware that she is an actress called no, Meredith. No, she, she doesn't know. Oh, no. mate. In Danny's world, this is a girl called Meredith. This is scrambling in my film, brain. She's called, like... <laughs> Janie Slater or something <laughs> but also the real actress in our world Dave yeah isn't called Meredith oh my god mate this is this is too much I don't know why they didn't just use the actress's real name this is too much <laughs> I'm having a real hard time I've drank too much <laughs> so anyway we go to her house and daddy knocks on the door because I think Jack wants to surprise it and um when he when she opens the door, she gives him a full on kiss on the lips. She nonces Danny pretty fast. Oh, gross! Oh, yeah, it's gross. Good, good <laughs> use of the word gross. Um, and then she's like, "Oh, you're not skeezy," which that'll come up. Okay. Um, so at this point, Danny's just sort of rooting through all their shit because you know Jack pops in. He's like, "Uh, oh, not Meredith, whatever your name is." Um, and they go in the house. And Danny's just sort of rifling through loads of shit. He sees a load of like uh, a load of money in a bowl, and it turns out that they're counterfeit bills. And if you set them on fire, they'll they'll burn with a different coloured ink. Okay, that's convenient. Yeah, that, yeah, it is convenient. It will become apparent why that is <laughs> <was> said <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> but he sees uh, a picture of um, Slater's kid. Who obviously we've last seen with the horrible axe man. Yeah. And then it does like a flashback in Jack Slater's mind about him shooting the Ripper again. And then he's like, Oh, don't suppose you got a cigar, Dan? <laughs> to the kid, and he's like, No. <laughs> Weirdly, no. no. <laughs> yeah, so he just he fucks off the shop. Um and then 
not Meredith is like, oh yeah, no, his his son died, which is her brother, but she doesn't seem that arse. Yeah, she doesn't um, care. And then it it shows Jack like sort of going the shop, um, going to some magazine stand that they always have in American shows, I guess. Uh, and shows his kid getting dragged off a roof by the axe man when when Jack Slater shoots him, and his kid falls to his death. That's a bit grim, really. <laughs> that is really grim. And Danny also, I I looked a picture of the axe man. He is terrifying. You he's are terrifying. Correct. Yeah, he's yeah. really worrying looking. And um, Danny should have known this though, <laughs> because he's seen the films, right? So uh, he should have known. Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot to say. Uh, back in the other scene where Benedict and they're in the, they're at the house. Um, he, he's like, "Oh, you better go soon, or you're gonna get eaten by dogs." And then they turn around and they see a load of dogs. And then Benedict snaps his fingers. Hang on. That snaps was great. his fingers. Yeah. Thank you. And the dogs pile up into a dog pyramid. Bloody hell! He's got real yeah. control over those dogs. Exactly. Despite just being a henchman. And then he <laughs> says the line. If I snap my fingers again, they're going to eat the shit out of you. Now, my question is, does he have to snap his fingers twice all the time? Because if he wants people dead, does he have to go, and then they all just get into a pyramid, and he's like, shit, no. uh, Just kill them, please. (laughs) And how fast can he do it? Like, if he just goes, like, dead quick, like, double snap. Well, no, like they'll be like all falling over. Yeah, each they're other. already busy building a pyramid. Like he's like, <laughs> I want this, I want this guy eating, and they're I just mean, like, get... fuck, I'm, I'm like four men deep. <laughs> what happens if someone does that? <laughs> that is a ridiculous system. This guy is. <laughs> yeah. What, what yeah. the fuck is he playing at? He didn't train him very well at all. He did if not. Anything. No, he is not. He is not the uh, the modern day Pavlov. No. So anyway, back to. <laughs> quick cut to cut to back to the house anyway um the the door not there's a knock at the door again and um not meredith is like that's probably skeezy she explains what skeezy is and skeezy is just apparently there's a frat and they knock at the door and then you've got to give them a kiss and that's the whole thing of the frat which sounds like a hell of a hazing thing and yeah. Well that. yeah 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 that sounds decent yeah let's later open the door in which case I'd still well, kiss him. Yeah. yeah, you'd give him a kiss. Yeah, yeah. Give a little, on the give penis. A well, <laughs> proper friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Through those uh, stonewashed yeah. jeans. See Aretha Franklin, we call <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, the knock at the door, they open the door, and it's, it's Charles Dance, mate. Bad news kisses him yeah you can't just <laughs> nod mate you, you can't just nod sorry I'm not used to this setup I did say no. he kisses him Danny kisses yeah, him yeah okay Danny's true it's part yeah, of the Danny hazing him. yeah he's dick height so he kisses him right, <laughs> right, in, the, right in the bell gives <laughs> him the urethra Frank, Franklin it's that tongue in action yeah <laughs> yeah and they break in and there's loads of dudes and they all smash in they take Meredith to the back room oh no and uh, Charles Dance is asking him questions like uh, how do you know about this and he's like oh I saw some files and he's like don't be fucking stupid no you didn't no one knows who I am because I'm Charles Dance Ooh. so Charles Dance uh, is on too Charles Dance knows that's Danny's 
Charles Dance actually quotes Occam's Razor. Oh, okay. And he's like, if the if this if the all the all the logical solutions are out the window, oh sorry, if 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 everything seems absolutely insane, then then the the only solution is the one that's put in front of you. That is the worst explanation of Occam's Razor ever. I think you nailed it, mate. I think you absolutely okay. smashed it. I think that was as written. Yeah. So he's still trying to get his head around how uh, how Danny exists. Because they've already shown in the police station that Danny doesn't exist like in the world. He's not a person. They've checked all the, the records and everything. But he doesn't exist. Okay. So Charles Dance is going through his wallet and finds a golden ticket. Oh, nice. And, uh, ripped in half, I assume. Oh, of course it's ripped in half, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um, he's like, "No, just just take the money. There's some money in the in the cupboard there. Just take that." And then one of the henchmen opens it. and He's like, "No, there is like two grand in the cupboard." Which, if you're a big time criminal, two grand's not that much. No, it's not a lot. To be fair, <laughs> no. no, especially split between like thirteen men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's taken a lot home there. No, no, not enough to murder a child. <laughs> Especially a child who's just kissed you on the penis. Yeah. <laughs> Have some compassion. Yeah, you've got to give him at least $200. <laughs> At the very least. <laughs> so, oh, hell. so um, they're about to take it, and then Charles Dance is like, these are marked bills, aren't they, you silly little long-haired freak? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and he's like, "They're Mark Bills. You're trying to stitch me up, you little shit." Oh, and then he he says to the henchman, "Throw them in the fireplace." And then Danny has a little smirk because his plan—he's only gone and nailed it. So he throw them in the fireplace. Cut to Meredith, uh, or not Meredith? Sorry. Yeah. Um, she's getting battered by some fella. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, she's gets hit in the face like fifteen times. Fucking hell! Okay, uh, brutal. But then she starts screaming. But then she absolutely knocks shit out of this fella. Oh really? <laughs> Smashes him around, throws him through a table. Uh, starts screaming, shoots him in the face. <laughs> Fucking hell! Okay. <laughs> Continues to scream, and then so she's playing it on because she's you know she's kick ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair play, Janie Slater. Yeah. Sure, that's her name. And, uh, <laughs> Charles Dance is like, you're dead. And he, Charles Dance has the raddest revolver in the world, by the way. It's about nine meters long. It's unbelievable. Okay. And he's going to shoot Danny, and then she's like, freeze. And then uh, the doorbell goes. Oh, that's convenient. That's good. Yeah. I'm just going to throw yeah. out there, I'm so happy that Charles Dance is the bad guy in this film. I yeah. think that's that's incredible casting. He's he's unbelievable in this, mate. Yeah. He's proper class. Yeah. Um, the doorbell goes, and he gets his men to go and check the doorbell. I think she loses the gun somehow. I can't remember. Okay. Um, And they go check the door, and there's just this little shitbag with glasses on. He's a nerd, mate. He's a full-on poindexter. He's stuck. What's he doing here? At the door, with like puckered lips, like mm, ready for a kissy woo. A kissy woo. <laughs> <laughs> and then at that time, Jack Slater, because he's seen he's, as he's driving back to the house, he sees all the red smoke coming out the chimney. Uh, so he knows something's wrong. Someone's burning the money. Yeah, someone's burning that money, and he smashes through a skylight, and then. T- grabs two people's guns and makes them shoot each other and then there's a huge fight in the house and it's class 
Um, I will say that it has the worst guitar backing I've ever heard. Oh, really? Why? What's so yeah. bad about it? It's like, imagine freeform jazz, but with electric guitar. Uh, that is unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it sounds like cats raping each other. It's awful. <laughs> Sometimes jazz is about the notes you don't play, though, Mossy. <laughs> Well, it may be, and they shouldn't have played any fucking <laughs> So this fight happens, Charles Dance runs away, gets what, in a car. What is going yeah. on with the nerd at the door with the kiss lips? He's just got he's just gotta stand there, hasn't he? Right. He gets forgotten about for about ten minutes. <laughs> while they have this massive fight. Okay, fair enough. The skeezy's just stood there like I imagine he's like, Oh shit <laughs> and he has to run away. <laughs> Hide in a bush and use his own pants. <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah, they have this massive scrap. Um lots of stuff gets shot, lots of people die. Um and then Charles Dance, yeah, he gets away, he gets into his car and they start to drive away. Now, this building is really high up, I guess. I don't, I don't remember it being high up, but I think that it is now Okay. Because okay. Jack Slater just jumps out the window <laughs> and falls. And it shows you him fall maybe 90 feet down. Fuck me. 90 <laughs> <Yeah>. feet. <laughs> Onto another house. And then he does a forward roll and jumps off that one as well. No way. That is insane. 90 feet. Yeah. Mate, it's ridiculous. Like, to the point where it has to go to a not body double. It has to go to, like, a a dummy falling out of a body. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's an absolutely scandalous amount of distance that he jumps off. That is ludicrous. That is genuinely (laughs) insane. (laughs) (laughs) He gets on the floor. Now, again, like bear in mind, we're still in Jack Slater here, so anything can happen in this film. I've been in Jack Slater this entire film. Well, <laughs> I wish I maybe, was in Jack Slater. Maybe, maybe Danny has. There's <laughs> been a lot of time. Um, and, like, he stands on the side of the road and uh, starts shooting at the car with his big deagle. And they get away. And then Danny eventually like gets on it, Meredith's old bike, or not Meredith's bike, and starts like cycling to try and cut them off. Because, you know, I guess that's what you do. Yeah, they're hardened um, criminals and they'll definitely stop for a child on a bike, I imagine. <laughs> Especially a child that you actively want to get. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shit, watch that child. Oh, careful, <laughs> stop, slow oh, down, careful. mate. It's that squirrel. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so he plays chicken with the car and as he's cycling he's like I'm the hero I'm gonna it'll be fine Danny you fucking dickhead as he gets close he's like oh shit no I'm the comedy sidekick I'm gonna die so he bails out and he ends up like flying up a ramp up on top of a hill and then we get Dave in every parody or non-parody action film you've ever seen where there is a child on a bike what is going to happen now it is night time it's night time he's on a bike yeah yeah he's had to veer off uh he goes down a hill or down some stairs no dave we get an et gag Oh, oh, he goes up a house and it goes like it does the et music that wasn't it 
and goes in front of the moon. Big ET gag. The moon, the moon is so close during this scene that if it was that close to our Earth, we'd all be dead. <laughs> also, like, also, yeah. who is that ET gag for? In the in the world know. that Danny is currently in, do yeah. they have ET? I don't think so. No, well, I'm saying that Stallone is T2, so I imagine that they do have uh, films in the world. We know that. Oh. Arnie has commented on Sylvester Stallone and said how great he is as an actor, which is ironic in itself. <laughs> I just I just don't know where we stand with this film. I, just, I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> Why are they making, making the E.T. references? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I just yeah. don't know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> So we're gonna taste ET reference anyway. Danny eats shit, lands on the floor, and then Jack Slate is feeling him because he actually did try a bit. Um, so we go, we cut to the big mansion, and uh, Benedict has the golden ticket, and he's trying to, and then we get the Ghostbusters magic again, and he puts his hand on a wall, and his hand like sort of seeps through. Oh, and he's like, oh, what the shit's this? Um. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> Never comes up again. <laughs> Not really. Cut back to Slater's house. Um, or at least Meredith's house. And then one of the, the police are looking over. Skeezy's giving his, uh, giving his witness statement. Of... <laughs> I love that he's still involved in yeah, this he film. Does. He's like, it's Skeezy. S-K-E-E-Z-Y. And he's just like, no one gives a shit, you horrible little twat. You hit the bush. Your pants are full of poo when we found you, fella. <laughs> <laughs> you were crying into the grass. You actually made some uh, new flowers with your tears. <laughs> Skeezy, my favourite character. Yeah. Well, there's a bit of uh, there's a bit of a crossover between you and Skeezy there, mate. Oh yes, please. Because I've pooed no, my pants. Because you shit your pants. <laughs> I remember that time in school when you. Were like, oh, oh. It was like every day for about three weeks. <laughs> um, anyway, day for about three weeks. <laughs> yeah, you're the worst. You stank, God, that was awful. Oh, so man. the NYPD are going through this house. Oh yeah, uh, at this point, um, Skeezy's just like, oh, the guy with the one eye, and they're like, what do you mean, the guy oh, with the one eye? Nice. It's the guy with two eyes. He had a glass eye, and he's like, no, no, no. When he was running to the car, he only had one eye. Oh. And then uh, one of the police finds um, an eye on the floor, or at least a ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it says some shit on it, and I can't remember what it is. But anyway, he turns it, because there's words on the top and there's words on the bottom half, and he turns it, and it's just like, oh, what's this shit say? It's like a cool puzzle, but not a very good puzzle, because obviously it only takes one turn in order to solve the puzzle. It's like the worst Rubik's Cube ever. It's like the Rubik's line. <laughs> <laughs> And he turns it, and then the whole house explodes. Amazing. Okay. Because <laughs> it's a bomb eye. Bomb eye. Yeah, nice. I Got like a little bomb eye, mate. Yeah. So, sorry, again. Yeah? Has Charles Dance had his eye removed to have this glass eye fitted so that <laughs> in the future, at some point, when he goes to Arnie's house, who isn't Arnie in this world, <laughs> he goes to his house. Yeah plants a bomb that is controlled by his glass eye, yeah. takes his glass eye that he's replaced his actual
virtual eye with out yeah. and leaves yeah. it for the police to find in the hopes that I they mean. will turn it within enough distance <laughs> to blow up Arnie's house. That's an action film, Dave, so I'm going to go with yeah. Okay, good, yeah. No, I mean, Now that's explained. We never, <laughs> we never find out the story of Benedict's eye. We imagine it was lost somehow, and but we do see in his house, or at least in the weird uh, mob boss's house, we see a load of spoons in a uh, like a sort of spoon tree. Okay. With loads of different eyes on them. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got shitloads of glass eyes that he keeps putting in. Now, at one point, I'm pretty sure he does take an eye out and then put one in. But you don't see him put one in. You just see him take one out. And he definitely just has two human eyes because it's Charles Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't... He's not method, so... <laughs> he didn't actually remove an eye with a spoon. <laughs> Which he should have done. Yeah, I totally, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis, right? If he was casting this as the Bags Benedict, he'd have took one of his bloody eyes off. I'm going to throw it out there. If Charles Dance was any kind of actor... He'd only yeah. have one eye to this day. Shit actor didn't remove his yeah, eye. Yeah, absolute fucking loser. Baby actor. Yeah, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, we go back to the, the, like, NYPD, and, um, Slater's actually been sacked this time, Dave. Oh, no. He what about Whiskers? Sacked. Is Whiskers still in? Whiskers is still apparently no sexual assault <laughs> for the last at least two days. Good, that's good. It's good. He's learning. And he hasn't killed a man in cold blood. <laughs> <laughs> for two days. He's doing well. Yeah, this is what I think of the whites. <laughs> oh, come on, Whiskers, you were death. so close. <laughs> you so You were close. one day away from retirement. You had your boat with your name on it. <laughs> that gets brought up at the start of the film, by the way. The two cops who die in the explosion in the house, Yeah, one of them does actually turn to the camera and go, I was two days away from retirement. Amazing, amazing. It's so meta, this film, I love it. It's super meta. Um, so, he gets sacked. Um, we got a really comedy scene where the chief of police starts speaking so fast that his head actually starts to smoke. Seriously, is that a genuine yeah. thing? Amazing. Yeah, okay, it's a scene because you got to remember, Dave. We are in a film. Okay, so anything goes. Uh, it's like it's like the end of Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> um, then they go to Slater's actual house. Uh, he walks into his house. It's completely empty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. he, he he goes to his uh, uh closet or he, or wardrobe where he keeps all his clothes and just sh- instantly fires a shot into there and a man in a balaclava and a rope falls out dead and Danny's like what's going on and he's just like that happens every day and he's like you keep saying I'm in a film well this film's absolute shit and he's just like I hate it there's a guy in there every day I'm always trying to be killed I'm just trying to do my job as a cop and I keep getting into these mad hijinks. That happens um, every day. What a fucking yeah. depressing life this guy leads. <laughs> yeah, he's, got his, he's, he's like, he literally says, it costs me a fortune and closet doors. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and so now we get into like the sort of double meta side where it's like, yeah, he does live in a film, but when the film isn't written, he's still existing. And Fuck all me. this mad action film shit is still happening to him. And right. He's like, I'm sorry, he's but like, for, for all the kudos that Inception got, this yeah. fi- this film did it years before. 
years before yeah. it ahead of its time yeah it's just the monty python <laughs> of films within films <laughs> that is insane that is so yeah. meta and he's like i just wanted to be a standard cop but i keep going into hijinks and danny's like yeah that's just the sequels it's gotta get the stakes have to get raised and he's just like well i think it's fucking shit and he's like yeah but you're still with your ex-wife and he's like no why would I marry someone? He's, he literally says, why would I marry someone who is fooled by a tape recorder every day? Mm. He's like, she's living with someone else and she's really happy. I pay someone down at the gas station to ring me up every day so the guys think that I'm cool. And it... it wow, that it's is really sad. weird. Yeah. yeah. It's mad. And you get this little scene and this scene is like in a little bubble of the film because it does not matter for the rest of the film and it does not matter before this film. Oh, sorry before this scene it's just this little scene to be like oh yeah people in action films are real by the way and you're like they, but they aren't <laughs> why, why are you trying to convince me that they are <laughs> this film is odd I, I've totally forgotten everything about this film but I'm enjoying yeah. it yeah so um, they decide and it, apparently there's going to be a big mob funeral soon and it's a fella called something I'm going to go with Freddy LaFart. Freddy LaFart? Yeah. And that's not me coming up with it. That's me coming up with his first name. LaFart is legit. Great. Okay. Good. Um, and they're driving. Basically, uh, Danny now lets it slip that the whole mob joining together is bullshit. And that's just a way for one of them to get drug control. Um. So then in classic action movie way Arnie just sort of pieces it together or at least Jack Slater does amazing okay because again Arnie's a real person yeah um, and on the drive to the funeral because he, obviously he's, he's not a cop anymore but he's, he's got to save the day because he's goddamn Jack Slater yeah um, he goes through what is basically he goes through some exposition and he's like oh yeah shit so they're gonna um put a bomb in the fart boy the fart man because he's a big fat cunt yeah and uh, he's like oh he got killed he, he was supposed to kill the mob boss but they accidentally killed this guy and then Arnie's like no no chance I reckon it was Benedict who shot him and he wouldn't miss and he's like so he deliberately killed him and they're like why did he kill him and he's like oh because he's a big fat cunt and they're like oh he's gonna fill it, fill it. Danny's like he's gonna fill it full of explosives and Jack said he's like no explosives wouldn't do the job and he's like nerve gas they're gonna fill him full of nerve gas <laughs> and then at one point during the funeral he's gonna do one last big fart <laughs> is this the genuine plot of this film well of the film within a film dave yeah this guy's called la fart yeah their idea is to fill him with nerve gas yeah which doesn't kill him he just he's just full of nerve gas no he's ca- already dead because this is his funeral Oh, okay. But then he's still going to let out one massive fart that just yeah. kills everyone at this funeral. <laughs> everyone in the mob. Like, the second mob. This is this is unbelievable. <laughs> it's almost like they had the idea for a ridiculous action film and they just went, let's make it a ridiculous action film within a ridiculous action film. I think what happened was they made this ridiculous action film and then they went, it's too ridiculous. <laughs> and then they added the second plot of the double meta yeah yeah oh it's less ridiculous now that it's a child who knows that it's an action film 
yeah. but originally we just wanted to do the dead guy <laughs> fart in a mob boss to death <laughs> not just the mob boss the entire, the entire mob. mob sorry yeah fucking so, insane <laughs> <laughs> they get to this place right I didn't mention earlier on that there's a lawyer that um, Jack Slater knows called Practice and they make practice puns whenever they meet nice um, so that's important for in a minute at the funeral, the 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 Benedict's boss, the naughty mob boss, he's like, he's there and he's showing his face and he's like showing support because they're apparently getting on now. Um, and he says to Benedict, like, go pay your last respects. Benedict literally walks up to Lafarte and pulls his finger. Amazing. Which sets off the timer for the nerve gas. Clever. I mean... Charles Dance is a Shakespeare <laughs> is a Royal Shakespeare Company <laughs> level actor. One of the yeah. one of the poshest men alive. Absolutely incredible actor. Yeah. Literally does the pull my finger gag on camera. Mm-hmm. And loves every fucking second. Loves of every it. second of it, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Jack Slater arrives at the funeral. And then the lawyer double-crosses him. He pulls out a gun on him. Wait, practice double-crosses him? Practice double-crosses No him. way. Because he's working for the mob. Oh, mate. And Danny's got a gun, and he's just like, listen, bitch, what you've done there <laughs> is you've explained yourself like every movie villain ever. You shouldn't have explained yourself. If you had have just shot him and got on with, it, and then a gun gets pointed at him, and he's just like, "You shouldn't have been explaining yourself, you stupid little shit." Classic, double Classic. exposition joke. I like it. Double, double exposition, mate. It's meta as shit. Yeah. So, um, they tell him again to chain himself to a pipe, and he does. What the fuck is with <laughs> this kid? Are they <laughs> even asking him, or does he just do it out of habit? Is he just like fucking? No, oh, there's a pipe. I'll fucking handcuff myself. It's to. his fetish, mate. <laughs> He's just desperate to hook himself to shit. He just can't wait. This kid Anyways, is fucking weird. They're hooked up to this pipe, and then practice is just like, oh, you told me not to explain myself. Well, I'm not going to now. And then he pulls a gun. And he's just about to shoot Jack Slater, and you hear two gunshots, Dave. And then practice falls to the floor. Oh. Because Whiskers can't help himself from shooting white men and he saves <laughs> the day. Whiskers has murdered another guy. He's risked being put off onto a uh, suspension again. Yeah, he, he doesn't give a know shit. He, <laughs> he just saw a white guy who's just like, get on the fucking ground. <laughs> You all saw him, he's got a weapon. I've done it again. Oh no, I'm safe. I'm safe. He genuinely does have a gun this time, rather than me just lying and planting one on him after he he was dead. He puts his hand across his forehead and he's like, thank fuck. Yeah, thank God, because the amount of white guys I've shot who don't have a weapon on him. Unreal. (laughs) Unreal. He's literally gone as the crow flies from the NYPD. (laughs) All the way to this place, just blasting white guys out of his path. Anyone who literally gets right in front of him, he's just blam, 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 dead. He had a gun. Shooting people in cars, shooting people in the Seven Eleven, just shooting everyone. He's just got, he's got shitloads of guns in a trench coat. He just blasts a white guy to death, drops a gun on him. You all saw him. He had a weapon. (laughs) You all saw him. 
That doesn't fly in the States, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Good old Whiskers. <laughs> I'm glad Whiskers was to the rescue. Um, Arnie... Not Arnie. Jack Slater. <laughs> Arnie, Arnie will come up. Uh, Jack Slater infiltrates this funeral. Um, and he tells the kid, like, I want that crane on top of this building in two minutes. And there's a big crane in the distance. And he's like, how am I going to move the crane? But he's gone. Um, so Arnie's at the funeral and he's going to pay his respects and he's he's standing next to the corpse and he's like ah, he is a big fat boy isn't he <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he, he sees the watch on his wrist because they, they buried him in his watch I guess okay. and it's got the countdown to when the nerve gas is going to when he's going to trumpet and kill everyone I mean that seems like a dead giveaway <laughs> it's an action film dude okay yeah I'm on board yeah so he goes uh, he, he looks at him and goes this guy's still alive we need a doctor so he picks him up and runs to the other end of the building but, oh Danny's idea to move the crane is to run into the construction yard and just start firing a gun <laughs> that'll make someone move the crane rather than run but for they, their life <laughs> yeah no everyone just runs for their life <laughs> so, so he has to move the crane oh uh, okay okay sorry and Arnie and just it, picks up this big fat fella yeah oh well I mean it's Arnie isn't it yeah he's, fair enough yeah he's goddamn he's goddamn strong man yeah he is a strong, um, strong bloke so he's running through the crowd with this fella and uh, some guy's like I'm a doctor and he's just like oh uh, check his breathing so as the guy starts checking his breathing he just swings him and knocks the fella out and he's like <laughs> <laughs> so he, he keeps running down to the other end of the building and then everyone at the funeral unleashes a gun amazing okay they all have guns because they're the mob they're all the mob all every the, member yeah. of the, that funeral is the mob yeah Um. <laughs> anyway the crane starts appearing the crane mashes through a load of people and then Arnie throws the fart boy off a of, off of the building. <laughs> the fart boy. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets caught on the crane. Oh, God. And then he starts running the other way and everyone starts shooting. And then, like, all women get, like, machine guns out and start shooting at him. But obviously, he gets away. Obviously. And he, he goes into the lift and then a helicopter appears and shoots the lift and he ends up falling off. But then he lands on the crane. Um, and then he's he's got to release the fart man because the man is going to fart and okay. everybody is going to die and he kicks him off the the crane into a tar pit <laughs> right okay yeah of course why wouldn't he and they both land in a tar pit Arnie manages to somehow sorry Jack Slater somehow manages to swim through the tar which I think tar don't know about tar don't know if you know about tar I'm not a tar expert, mate. I would I would not nope. put myself up there, no. Stereotypically sticky. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know that much, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, know, I, know, I know the basics yeah, of tar. I'm aware. I'm aware of that property <laughs> of tar, just, yeah. <laughs> he swims through it like it's ink. <laughs> and then gets out the other side. <laughs> and then starts wiping his face and all the tar comes off his face. And then Danny's just like, you know, tar sticks to some people. So I feel like an idiot for writing that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life tip. <laughs> Life tip. 
<laughs> life tip don't think too far ahead when it comes to parody films <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's just wiping all the tar off and then we see uh, it's about time for the, the fart to go up and he does do a big fart but then there's a big bubble in the tar and then it seeps back down because it can't get out the tar amazing okay so they say, the tar okay. that Arnie just swam through as though it was no issue at all manages well, to hold in a fart because it's real sticky this is, Dave this is where you this is where you're falling short mate because it was Jack Slater who sorry yeah 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 oh man and, and he can do that I feel like anyway. I'm never gonna get this into my head <laughs> Anyway, not Meredith shows up in a big monster truck and she's like, I heard you were here and needed a lift. (laughs) (laughs) And Danny's like, that's really convenient, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's real convenient. (laughs) And we cut to the Italian mob boss's house and Benedict's there and the Italian mob boss is swimming in the pool and he's just like, did it all go swimmingly? Oh, Uh, hey. (laughs) That's my own joke. (laughs) I liked it. That was very action film. (laughs) And and Benedict's like, no, it was shit and it went wrong and blah, blah, blah. And he calls him a stupid spaghetti eating cretin. And it's. Oh, no need to be racist, mate. (laughs) No, it's it's one of the best delivered lines (laughs) in film history, I reckon. (laughs) (laughs) And then he shoots him to death. Fucking hell, okay. And then Benedict decides he's gonna get, well actually he's back in the lounge and then a monster truck smashes through the building because Slater's arrived but that makes uh, Benedict fall through the wall and because he's got the special ticket he goes into the real world Dave he comes into our world or what we think is our world okay Danny's world. he's back to his world okay well no Benedict is in Danny's world now okay That's a film uh... a film bad guy has in made it into world. the real world. Okay, Charles yeah. dances in the real world. Charles dances in the real world, um, and then Danny's just like to Slater. No, we've got to go. We've got to sort this out. So they decide, let's go into the real world. Um, the real world's a shithole, as we know. <laughs> I mean, just look outside. Just look outside, and you'll see all the crime. Yep, happening right now, constantly, all the time. Someone's just been killed in the house over my road. Don't know whether you heard the gunshot. Some some cats just shot a white guy in an alley outside my house. Yeah, it wasn't even a cartoon cat. Real actual cat. Real actual cat. It doesn't yeah. even have thumbs. How did it hold the gun? Who knows, Dave? Who knows? Who knows? Held it in its tail. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and Slater has to get to grips with the real world. And it's uh... it's not great for him. Well, I mean, it's not too bad at the moment. Um, He sees Benedict trying to get away uh, in a taxi. So then he punches a car window (laughs) and slices all his hand open. (laughs) And he's like, that really hurts. And Danny's like, yeah, you can't just punch windows in the real world. It does hurt. And it's just like... So yeah, another level of meta for you there to get your head around. Okay, fuck Um, me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember this film being that hard to follow when I watched it. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have another car chase. (laughs) Okay, incredible. It's great. I think um, I think that the the uh, random task has come into the real world as well. Mm. Um, they're driving away in a taxi. Arnie's just stolen a taxi by or stolen a car 
And then now we get back to the start of the film. They have another game of chicken. Oh, nice. Okay. Da- Danny's not in the car at this point. Okay. So they drive towards each other and they both just smash into each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really like aggressively graphic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm picturing, you know, that bit in Always Sunny where Mac just drives into yeah, a yeah, wall. It's like yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before that, though, because um, obviously. Oh, there goes the Morgan. There goes your Captain Sparrow. Before that, though, Slater's got his deagle, and he's just like, here's another explosion for your movie, kid, and starts shooting at the taxi, and obviously it just puts a couple of bullet holes in it, and that's it. <laughs> he's expecting the car to just fully explode. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Sound, yeah, that's, that's a good joke. <laughs> it is a good joke. And then as he's driving after the taxi, he's like, what, a taxi's bulletproof in this world? And he's like, no, no, it's just that's just what happens. That's just normal cars um, reacting to bullets, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, so they have chicken, and then Slater's really fucked up. <laughs> because he's just been in a car accident. A quite an aggressive car accident. Okay, I've got to say, at this point, I'm so on board with this film. That is genius. Like, to have an action hero who thinks he's invincible come into the real yeah, world yeah. and be like, nah, I'm really, I'm really hurt. <laughs> it's really hurt. Uh, Benedict's got away. Um and then as as Jack Slater looks up he sees a massive billboard just saying like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Jack Slater oh mate and and so he just has a bit of an existential crisis yeah full meta yeah Um, and then Danny goes home and he's like I know a place where you can stay so he goes back to his shithole house and knocks on the door and his mum starts like losing her mind and she's like um where have you been what are you doing like you've made me lose my brain and he's like yeah you know you asked me to make more friends well i've made one and then jack slater pops his head around the door and he's just like hi i'm arnold wangenheimer or something (laughs) (laughs) because he doesn't know the name Yeah, yeah 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 anyway uh Jack Slater 100% has sex with Danny's mum. Oh, clearly, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. I mean, she looks like a young Terry Hatcher, so why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, he wakes up and comes downstairs. Uh, well, I say downstairs. They live in a flat. Uh, goes into the <laughs> kitchen, and they're just having a nice chat, and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, Danny, you shouldn't have gone out and skipped school. And they, they definitely show. Yeah. Maybe, maybe three, four, five times. Yeah, I mean... Arnie's yeah. acting like the guy's dad already, so it's clearly yeah. <laughs> he's moved she'd in. Have been like, she'd have been full tumbling monkeys. She would have been like Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> before, yeah. All over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Actually, before this, in the night, we see Benedict um, going through the actual real world in inverted commas. Um, and he sees some people steal a man's shoes. Right. And then there is no police sirens. And he's just like, hmm, that's strange. So then he goes to a gas station or petrol station, if you're us, if you're one of our 152 listeners from the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's just like, excuse me. And the guy's just like, yes. And he's like, I want to test out a theory. Can you help me test it? And then just shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell okay it's a bit dark and then stands there and just goes I've just shot a man and shouts it really loud and then it's just like I've just shot a man to death 
and then uh, someone just goes, would you shut up down there? And then he's feeling it, because obviously he can get away with any crime in the real world. Yes. The real world's a shithole thing. So the idea is there's no instant retribution like no. there would be in an action film. Exactly. The police aren't always aware of, of every crime going on. The, the moral of this story, Dave, is if, like Whiskers, you shoot whites... You get away with no it. One's gonna, no one's going to give a shit. Yeah. That's the moral no of the real is. world. Yeah. Well, actually, no, it's usually the opposite in the real world. So maybe Danny's world's slightly different. If you shoot whites in the real world, you're going down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then um, we go to... Uh, they decide, Jack Slater and Danny um, see Benedict again. This is like the next day when they're walking around deciding what to do. And this is the strangest line in the whole film. And if I can remember it correctly, um, they decide to steal a taxi (laughs) because they see Benedict and he's going somewhere. And um, he says, Arnie says, booger baby boogie bumpers. (laughs) Right, Why? (laughs) I don't know. And then he turns to Danny and goes, I bet you didn't think I was going to say that. And he's like, no. No. No one thought you yeah, were going to no say that. Yeah, no one in their right mind thought anyone was going to say that. <laughs> no, because that doesn't make any fucking sense, you stupid muscly twat. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Right. Why? Why? But, well, I guess, because now it shows that he can think for himself and he can say whatever he wants because it's not a script anymore. He's got free will. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. Okay, this is uh, interesting. A bit of self-determinism yeah. for for Arnie. For well, they decided. Yeah, they think that their plan is, or at least their thought is, that Benedict is going to try and get a load of bad guys. Okay. Yeah, from yeah. Other, from other films, try and get a mob and together bring them into the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they he thinks. Oh no, he finds in the taxi. Sorry. Uh, a load of circled films with bad guys in and then a big cross through Arnold Schwarzenegger so he thinks he's going to go and kill Arnold Schwarzenegger and therefore Jack Slater will get made okay that's clever that's very clever even though in Jack Slater's world Sylvester Stallone plays all of Arnie's characters so I don't really know yeah and they're on Jack Slater 4 so Jack Slater already clearly exists yeah well yeah so it goes a bit hard (laughs) don't don't question things don't question (laughs) anything so they go to the premiere of Jack Slater 4 because despite the fact that this shitty little theatre managed to get a copy before (laughs) the actual premiere of it now is the premiere of it and now Dave it is Cameo City yes please Cameo after Cameo after Cameo after Cameo we get the Cameo of James Belushi we get Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Arnold Schwarzenegger with his actual wife. Meta. And his actual wife saying, try not to try not to promote all your restaurants, because obviously he owns... Um, Planet Hollywood it? or Planet whatever. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I hate it when you promote that shit. So it's just like, this is like triple meta now. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, we get Jean-Claude Van Damme coming up saying, oh, I love everything Arnie's in. We get MC Hammer... <laughs> we, we get them all Dave. we get the no, band Tina... we get the band cameo doing word yeah. up on the red carpet <laughs> <laughs> tina turner 
doesn't make an appearance. Even though she, she was, was in, in the film earlier on. Well, she was in Jack Slater 3, mate, so fuck Tina Turner, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get a real role, she just gets a film role. Yeah. She doesn't get to be Tina Turner. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's famous <laughs> enough to be a cameo in Jack Slater 3. <laughs> She's not famous enough to walk the red carpet yeah, in Jack Slater when you, 4. When you try and wrap your head around it, mate. The thing is, they literally had Tina Turner... Yes. They could have just filmed her scene where she was on the red carpet then and there. That's all they took. That's all they need. But they else. literally thought, she's not famous enough for Jack she's Slater 4. <laughs> Who's this stupid bitch? No one gives a shit about Tina Turner anymore. If it was Whitney Houston, yes. We'd run her a bath. Give her the double, we'd give her the double scene, we'd run her a bath. <laughs> Fuck it, <laughs> me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've had so much to drink. <laughs> anyway <laughs> Benedict we've seen him in a cafe earlier mm. and he's brought in the Ripper oh my god brought in the but we saw the Ripper get man. shot yeah but he's gone back hasn't he he's gone into the film so f- and brought him back before he's dead he can basically like time travel through films sure <laughs> why so. not yeah we don't know the logic <laughs> no who knows the rules he gives a shit um, <laughs> and we see the we see the Axeman in the premiere Uh and he's he goes to the upper balcony because Arnie's on the lower balcony, and Danny goes up to the upper balcony to try and check. Uh, Jack Slater goes to the lower balcony because he wants to save Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is him, but isn't him. Yeah. Uh, and the axe man goes to throw an axe at Arnold Schwarzenegger, and and Jack Slater gets a gun out and starts shooting, <laughs> and then Arnie tackles Jack Slater. Okay. And we get Fuck me. Arnie and Arnie the scene amazing Arnie on Double Arnie, Arnie the scene that people what, have been waiting for yeah this is what twins should have been <laughs> <laughs> although actually and, um, Arnie and uh, DeVito oh what's his name Danny DeVito Danny DeVito are in this film together they are yeah, yeah. this is another one because they're both in junior as well just, this is the third they film they fucking love with, each other they must do. Let's get Arnie and It's Always Sunny. That's the second It's Always yeah. Sunny reference. That's too many references for one podcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> this podcast has gone meta. <laughs> yeah. Well, quadruple meta now, if, if my count is correct. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, he saves him. And Arnie's saying to Jack Slater, like, you're the best. Uh, you're the best celebrity lookalike I've ever seen. And he's like, if you go to the Hollywood Hills tell my people and we'll get you a job and Jack Slater turns around and just goes I don't really like you and then fucks off and that's nice. it that's all you get nice um, because he hears Danny shouting and he's like you need to help me help me um, and they go up onto the roof of the building and the Ripper has got Danny by the throat with his axe oh, on top of the building oh no we've been here before we have been here before to the point where the Ripper actively says that exact phrase. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he tells him to throw his gun away. He's like, okay. And then the Axeman's just like, oh, sorry, the Ripper's just like, yeah, we, we've done this before. So he knows this has happened despite having to get brought into the real world before this has happened. Yeah. Despite the fact Because he, otherwise he would be dead. He died in the last, yeah, the last yeah. time that happened. It's it's really hey this film is an absolute head fuck this is yeah it's worse than inception yeah predominantly a children's film although it is a 15 it's an absolute it's an absolute fucking wild ride yeah 
There's been nothing in this film to make it a 15, by the way. They've said the word shit twice and that's it. Yeah. There is no... And one of those was just in the promo. It's meta as shit. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, at one point, one of the ways to prove that it's a film is Danny writes down a swear word and tries to get Arnie, or tries to get Jack Slater to say it. And he's like, I'm not going to say that word. And he's like, yeah, you can't because it's a PG-13. Amazing. So Netflix <laughs> yeah. have just absolutely ruined that joke. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Netflix. Again, Again Netflix is the problem. They decide. <laughs> they decide. The Thanks, Netflix, you fucking losers. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> Fuck Netflix. Uh, unless you want to sponsor us, of course. Um, yeah. So you are the only thing keeping us going during this self isolation yeah. <laughs> crap. <laughs> that, that and various pirating movies. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Axeman just decides. Uh, the Ripper goes. Do you know what? Let's cut to the chase and just lashes Danny off a building. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> just throws him off the building straight away. Just says, "Let's cut to the end." Throws him off a building. I mean. It makes sense from his point of view. He's been there before. Yeah, yeah. He knows what happens. He, Why fuck around with the... But he hasn't the... been that far, Dave. Yeah, he hasn't been I know. I know, but Is I'm trying not to been? question too much. <laughs> I, I find it's just hurting my brain. Anyway, um, he does this cool thing where he throws his axe really fast and then he misses and then Arnie catches the axe or gets it out of the wall and then walks towards the Ripper and the Ripper's like, come on then, Jack, come on, let's have a scrap. And then Jack hits an electricity thing that's on the wall and jumps onto the side because it's pissing down, obviously. Mm. And um, that then electrocutes the Ripper fully to death. Nice. Finally. Yeah. And then he... See, he looks over the side because he thinks Danny's dead, exactly like his kid. But Danny's hanging onto a gargoyle of some variety or a pipe or some shit. Okay. Uh, and then they do this like big heroic scene where he jumps and catches him and throws him onto the building. And uh, they get back up, and then Charles Dance appears, and he's just like, "Yeah, well, I knew this had happened, so time to die." And starts like firing bullets, and he fires and fires, and they're both hiding behind various like. Uh, things and then he starts clicking he tries to fire again but it clicks and he's like Jack Slater stands up and he's like oh did you think it was the movie world where you've got infinite ammo nice Charles Dance goes yeah Charles Dance goes no I just put one empty chamber in and then shoots Jack Slater in the heart fuck (laughs) me that is smart that is real smart. <laughs> it is. Charles Dance bosses it, mate. Completely smashes him everywhere. I can't. I can't even make jokes about this finale. It's fucking. I'm into it. I'm real feeling it's, it. I just want to yeah, know what happens. So he's put. He's deliberately. He's deliberately put one empty chamber into the gun, knowing that in the movie world, yeah. Jack will assume he thinks he's just yeah, got yeah. endless bullets. That is fucking. Oh, mate, that is wild. It's really that is genuinely if, wild. If you watch it back, he legit shoots four. He shoots four and then clicks. And then Jack just stands up like, what are you going to do? And then he just shoots him in the chest. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> so Danny Danny runs at him and then uh, uh, Charles Dance just punches him in the arm. And then Danny starts crying and being like, you broke my arm, you broke my arm. Uh, and then Charles Dance like empties his chamber, puts a load more bullets in. He's just like, time to die, Jack. But then the kid was faking, and he runs at 
Charles Dance and saves the day. Um, gives him a little slap in the back. And then Jack falls over and shoots Benedict in the eye, which explodes. Nice. Okay, he's got another bomb eye in for no reason. Well, why wouldn't he have? Why wouldn't he have a bomb eye? Maybe they're all bomb eyes, yeah. Exactly. He he exclusively (laughs) deals in bomb eyes. Yeah. Um, Can I have this one with a smiley face on? Uh, Yeah, yeah, of course, uh, Mr. Benedict. Um, I'll just do that now. Make sure it's got uh, bomb juice in it. Excuse me. Wait, what? Yeah, no, I want it full of bombs. (laughs) As many bombs as you can get in there, please. Take that tiny, take that tiny glass eye. And fill it with bombs, please. Fill <laughs> it with bombs. As many bombs as you can fit. All the bombs. All the bombs that you can yeah. get in there. I want it I want it bulging with bombs. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to an ambulance where Jack Slater is actively dying okay. because he's been shot in the chest. Yeah. Which must be a um, new experience for this guy. Oh yeah, no, it sucks. Um, we also see the, the golden ticket land on the floor outside a different movie theatre where they're showing a really old-timey uh, film where death is in it. Right, okay. And death steps out of the film screen and everyone shits their pants. Fucking hell, okay. This is, this is, uh, this is like six times meta now. The living <laughs> yeah, embodiment yeah. of death comes out of yeah, a film to take Jack Slater. It's only going to get only gonna get worse i'm really i'm really struggling i'm really struggling to like keep up with what's going on (laughs) so so uh danny's just like no if you take him to the hospital you're gonna die you need to get him back to to his world and they're like what do you mean and he's like you need to get him back to the movies and they're just like stop being a stupid thick bitch yeah we're taking him to the hospital literally goes against everything you trained as as a paramedic (laughs) now take it take him to cinema lads (laughs) Hippocratic oath is uh, we do the best and we make sure that we can keep everyone as healthy as possible unless we think they're from a movie <laughs> in which case we'll drive from the Odeon and we'll just throw them through the first screen we see yeah unless there's a really good film on and there's a chance they might miss it by dying yeah. in which case yeah, we'll yeah. just take them to the cinema to you know enjoy their last <laughs> last moments <laughs> this is this guy's anger so we may as well go and show show revenge <laughs> Mate, you're going to miss out on so much if you don't watch Avengers. It's like yeah. the final of all this thing. Yeah. Wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> What's on? And they just say, like, oh, Catwoman. I'm like, shit, just let him die. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Danny can't get through to these um, trained professionals, obviously. Mm. So he just starts firing a gun into the sky. Why is this this kid's go-to move? To just <laughs> shoot guns at people? Yeah. <laughs> so they all run out the ambulance obviously <laughs> so he has to drive him to the cinema um, at this point death is just walking through the streets and kills a cop amazing okay that's really dark <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it is um, we get to the cinema they open up The Jack Slater's like gonna die essentially um, and then death appears and death is Ian McCallum Oh, amazing casting for Death. And he's just... Well, I think he was Death in an earlier film and they just used him for this. Right, okay, okay. That's very And clever. he's just like... Yeah. And he's like... Danny's like, you can't take him. Why are you going to take him? And he's like, I don't know who he is. He's not on my list. So... And then he goes... Then Danny's like, have you come for me? And he's like, 
No, you die. A grandfather. So this death is film death, and is Ian McKellen, who came out of the movies, but it turns out he's real death because he has all the information of everyone in the real yeah, world. Yeah, he's got total but not Jack Slater. He's got total awareness of everyone who dies ever. Despite well, except Jack Slater because he's from a film. Even though this death Danny. is from a film. Even though this death is from a film. Mate. How's that one treat you? Honest to God, I've drank so much. <laughs> this film is giving me a headache. <laughs> I just I just don't know the rules. This this must be what nightmare was for you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> so, so uh, that's just like if I were you, I'd be looking for the other half of that ticket. Because um, he understands the golden ticket because it's real death, even though it isn't. Of course he, he does. Yeah, of course he does. I'm so, just accepting it now, mate. So then there's a scene change where Danny just double foot drop kicks the uh, the ticket booth, <laughs> and then goes through and finds the golden ticket, and then he gets Slater back home, and then in the film, Slater's like he's dying, but he's struggling, and then. Uh, Whiskers appears and he's just like Danny's like Whiskers you need to go get a paramedic wait Whiskers so appears in the real it. world no 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 in in the film because oh he's got him back into the film he's got the golden ticket oh again. okay the other, yeah, half, yeah. the other half of the golden ticket that he ripped okay up. I'm on board sorry and I lost it for a second but him, I'm on board yeah he gets him back into the film and then Whiskers goes away to get the doctor and then the doctor <laughs> appears and he's just like are you taking the piss this is just a flesh wound and then Jack Slater's fine because in the action world, he would, he can't yeah, die, of course he? he wouldn't be hurt, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we go back to Danny's world, and the nonce is with him, <laughs> and he puts his arm around Danny, and they nonce off into the sunset. Nice. And he nonces him into the sunset. <laughs> at the end of the film, he nonces him into the sunset. I mean, yeah. it was absolutely incredible. I found it really hard to follow. I don't remember it being that difficult, but there were so many meta moments. Also, just from a just from a pure um, just from a pure philosophical point of view, how terrifying yeah. must it have been for Jack Slater to experience near death for a person? Yeah, it must have been for, awful, for yeah. a man who could never die, never even be heard. Oh, mate. It must have been awful. It's really dark when you think when you start thinking about it. Yeah. You're just like he must have been fucking terrified. That must have been the worst moments of his yeah. life. But tell you what, mate, bloody good film. Yeah, it's well ahead of its time. Oh, well ahead of its. It's time. the inception of its day. If it if it was made now, honest to God, people would think it was a goddamn classic. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's fantastic. It's like four if or Nolan five layers this, deep. Yeah, if Nolan did this, yeah. people would be sucking his dick left, right, and centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, are, there, there wouldn't there wouldn't be there wouldn't be enough dick for everyone. To there wouldn't around. be a dick left. It'd be sucked off. No, no, It'd just be a nub. No, full on degloved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Oh man, I really, I really, I don't know whether it's the beer. I think it is the beer because I can't even say whether it's the beer. Uh, but that was a, that was so hard to follow. But I loved, <laughs> but is. I loved every minute of it. But honest to God, I, I can't recommend this film enough. It's it's absolutely world class. Like um, as Arnie films go, this one's well up there. I after rewatching it, 
I think it's better than Jingle All the Way. Oh, I don't think it's better than hell. T2. Okay. I don't think it's better than Terminator 2. That's a big shout because I love Jingle All the Way. And yeah, I remember Jingle I remember Jingle All the Way being a lot easier to follow. Well, plot wise. I would argue that yeah it is. But <laughs> when you watch this film, mate, it's just it's unbelievable. It's such a good Do you film. know what? Genuinely, I am gonna go and watch this film. Because it's dude, it's been it's been so long since I've watched it, I don't remember any of what you've said. I don't remember it being that <laughs> difficult a film. Uh, but I'm definitely going to go back and watch it because it, I've loved every second of this. Yeah. Um, well, that's that. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Club. Even in this torrid time where we've had to sort of record it in different places and, and sort of mash up weird shit in order to try and get it get it out for you guys. Yeah. This has been... Uh, this has been a weird situation. The recording's a little bit weird. We're we're doing our best to try and work through the technical difficulties of of recording it in two different locations. Um, so yeah. please bear with us. You know, this was the first try at this, but it's going to get better. Um, hopefully, this. I mean, we're been... we're skyping each other, and I'm just like I'm fully new the whole. Yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, I've had to put up with Mossy wanking the entire time. Entire this time. is like, like this hours. is almost two hours of recording. <laughs> He's been edging like a fucking hero. Yeah. To be fair, I'm down to I'm down to a two skin. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Christopher Nolan of podcasts. He's just worn down to a nub from all the people just sucking him off left, right, and centre. Um, now this has been good fun. We're gonna keep bringing this podcast to you, however long this goes on, because. It's a weird time, and we just want to bring you some relief from how weird and shit it is. So just keep your heads up. Uh, it'll be over. The longer you stay indoors, the quicker it'll be over. You know, just... just... Oh, don't give a corona message. I, I'm giving a corona message because it, it's a weird time, and it's a bit shit, and just look yeah. after each other is the message. You know, just now's the time to look after each other. Yeah. yeah. And tell, tell your mum about the podcast. Tell your mum about the She'll podcast. Love it. She'll fucking love it. Whoever you're fucking quarantined <laughs> with, just put this podcast on and just make them all listen to it and subscribe to hold it. Them a, like the Canadians, hold them at gunpoint and say, listen to this goddamn podcast. Yeah, listen, all of you, take a fucking leaf out of Sam Bly's book because he is fucking, <laughs> he is fucking repping us hard. What a hero. I've always loved Sam Bly ever since A-level business. Even before, because I've known him a long time. But he's just a fucking good lad, and he's repping this podcast hard, and the rest of you need to fucking step up your game. Apart from Finland, who are are doing the work. Good lads, Finland. We love you. We love every one of you. Right, and on this one, goodbye. Goodbye. Stay safe.